Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, Hurricane fans. It's Wednesday night this time. And it appears there's a new man in town. But there's a mystery attached to this reporting of this hiring Patrick. We reported, and pretty much every major outlet in America has For some reason, the University of Miami has decided not to report it tonight. And not putting out an official announcement. We have heard of any snags in the final contract that we one up today and possibly one up tonight from Mark Rick to sign and become Miami Coast. We very much expect a formal announcement, I guess, tomorrow. We haven't heard of anything that would change that. But it is very, very strange that the University of Miami has chosen not to make an official announcement of the hiring that all segments of the sports world and all segments of the university community have been talking about since about 5 o'clock this afternoon. I'm Gary Furman. I'm the publisher of Canesport.com. We will continue to discuss all of that this evening, and we will talk about the reactions that we're getting from the high school coaching and player community out there about this impending official hire of Mark Richt as the University of Miami football coach, it's very safe to say that it's being greeted with open arms. I mean, just enormous reaction from all the different constituents, former players, uh, high school coaches throughout South Florida. Uh, We've we've spoken to several recruits uh, locally and around the country, and everybody universally is applauding the fact that Mark Richt appears, I'll say on the verge, because Miami, for whatever reason, has chosen not to make it official tonight of becoming the University of Miami's next football coach. The call-in numbers tonight of what promises to be a very animated and exciting show are 646-595-2048, as usual, 646-595-2048. If you want to participate in the show, you hit the number one on your keypad, and that will give us a prompt that you would like to come speak on the show. So let's begin tonight in the 863, where you are now live on Kane Sport Live. Hello, hello. Yes, sir, that's you. Who's this? All right, all right, all right. This is Livingston. This is Livingston. What's up, Um, Livingston, this evening? All right, I'm doing okay. Um, That's a great high. I, I love the high. Um, even though yesterday when I uh, was listening in, uh, there were some people that were, you know, not too thrilled about the uh, the possibility of my really being a, a, a coach. Um, I for one, um, then you know, I, I thought the four the four coaches that were at the top, we couldn't go wrong with either one of them, in my opinion. Um, but I'm 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 glad for Mark Rick. I'm happy for him and his family. Uh, welcome to the U. And I know it's not official, official yet, but for the most part, it is official. Yeah, um, very, very strange. You know, you know, I've been speaking for the last half hour to other people in the media have been calling me. Everyone's baffled by the fact that Miami chose not to put a release out tonight. It's very unusual. It's uh, something that yeah. you know none of us have ever seen. And uh, my guess is that they're still crossing the I's and, I mean, dot, crossing the T's and, and dotting the I's and stuff oh, on man. the contract. And, you know, maybe it hasn't actually been signed yet by Mark Richt. 
and and that's why Miami has chosen not to make an official announcement tonight. Um, but from from what we understand, uh, Mark Rick has plans to travel to South Florida tomorrow, and uh, you know it, it's been confirmed by multiple sources and 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 people affiliated with the search uh, that the hiring was done, and that's why you saw the groundswell of announcements um, all throughout the country this afternoon. Okay. Okay. Now. Um, do you still expect him to coach Georgia for the um, for, for the bowl game? Man, that's hard to imagine. I mean, how how does you know what are we at December second, and he's going to come. Yeah. He's, he's going to immediately start recruiting as soon as they get him certified. You know, probably tomorrow. My guess is he'll start recruiting immediately and calling kids and and introducing himself. And uh, I imagine he might get out on the road this weekend and and, and go see some kids possibly. And uh, it's hard for me to imagine that he's going to, he's got to come down here. He's got to put a staff together. He's got to get recruiting going. Uh, There's so much on Mark Rick's plate. I I find it hard to believe that he's going to go back to Athens and prepare that team for a bowl game. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to imagine. So I, I would suspect that that would not be the case, but we don't know that yet. Okay. And another thing, I, I keep hearing about this Ethan kid, and I, I look a, a brief um, look at his video, his highlights, and I wasn't impressed. I'm, I'm sorry, I was not impressed. Uh, what's the big deal about this kid? I, I'm, I'm just not impressed. Is it because he's six five, two hundred plus pounds? I just wasn't that all that impressed. Uh, you know, I've I've seen him live at at some of the camps and stuff. Uh, very impressive kid. He universally considered one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Uh, what I think is going to have to happen is Mark Rick's going to get in here and he's going to evaluate you know, Jack Allison. If he, I, I, I'm not sure if they were recruiting Jack Allison at Georgia or not, and and how much Mark Rick has looked at him yet. But uh, they'll probably compare Jack Allison to Eason, and you know um, I don't know if they'll if they'll try to sign both of them or not, or or if they'll just stick with Allison, or you know whether Eason will want to try to come. Uh, that's all very much up in the air right now. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I know I think I already know what your answer is going to be for this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Um, do you have any idea what some co- um, possible coaches he might bring in? We have no idea. You know, I mean, we haven't had a chance to talk to him yet. Uh, that'll probably come in the next couple days um, if th- something doesn't happen to to blow this deal up. Which you know, I'm only saying that because UM did not choose to put a release out tonight. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're we're expecting to get the opportunity to talk to Mark Richt maybe tomorrow or or Friday, and we'll be able to ask him all those questions. Okay. All right, keep me on hold. That's that's all I have for tonight. Uh, you got it, man. Thanks for kicking off the show. All right, let's go out to the four hundred four. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. Gary, sir, this is Uki Eight, man. What's up, Uki? How you doing this evening? I'm doing all right, man. You know, I had to call in, chime in, you know. Uh, I wasn't really uh, enthused about the uh, Rick hire, you know. I had to kind of take a step back oh, for the past couple of days and just reevaluate my, you know, my suspects of him, you know. And even though he was one of the guys I wanted five years ago, it was a pipe dream five years ago. And now it's a reality. So, I mean, honestly, it's a great hire. You have to think about all the possibilities that are lurk, lurking near the future. Like, this guy has ties to the St. Thomas program, to the um, 
legendary lounge uh, high school program in South Georgia. Uh, he has uh, ties to a lot of different schools uh, throughout the Southeast, and it's going to be uh, interesting how he puts his team and his staff together uh, going forward. Um, and another thing I'm very excited about, uh, I know he has a reputation of uh, building and um, developing good quarterbacks, but he also has a reputation of bringing in good DBs and good D tackles as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to the future with Mark Rick. And uh, just curious, um, what are have they has he signed anything yet, or it's just been uh, apparently not. You know, apparently the contracts are still being drawn up. Uh, there, there were mm-hmm. some different things that they had to deal with today that it, that that involve language in the contracts and things like that. And uh, my guess is the reason they're not making an announcement tonight is because those contracts are still being prepared by the attorneys uh, and probably will be signed. I'm guessing tomorrow. And another question: uh, Will there be a issue for the uh, uh, the budget for the staff and who he's able to bring in? No, and I think is he going to? Go ahead. I don't. Know, is he going to serve as the quarter? I know you say he's going to serve as uh, offensive coordinator. Is he going to serve as a, the quarterback coach as well? Well, that remains to be seen. In his, in his exit press conference at Georgia, what he said was that he had a great interest in getting back to calling plays. And he's had an offensive coordinator up there at Georgia for a while. I haven't researched how many years it's been, so I, I don't know. But, um, you know, his, his origins as a coach were, were as a play caller, an offensive coordinator. He began at Florida State mm-hmm. before, he, before he went to Georgia and was extremely good at it, without question, one of the best in the college game at, at game planning yeah. and, and, and working with quarterbacks and, and, and calling ball games. And uh, what he said in his exit press conference, and I'm sure it's a byproduct of some of the struggles that Georgia seemed to have from time to time on offense, is that when he went to coach again, that he would be calling the plays, and and he looked and he said he looked very much forward to uh, doing to doing that. So uh, I would I would suspect that that's the role he will take once he gets in at Miami. I'm sure he'll still have an offensive coordinator that will help him in different ways with that. But it might be a little bit of a diff- different kind of offensive coordinator since. You know he likely will be calling the plays. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's one of the big knocks on him while he was here. A lot of the fans wanted him to call the plays, wanted him to call his own plays. But uh, over the years, uh, he had Brian Bobo serving as his uh, offensive coordinator. I think he's at Colorado State coaching now, which is one of his former quarterbacks while he was at UGA. But uh, a lot of the fans wanted him to call his own plays. But uh, I guess he wanted to uh, give access to. Uh, to other people to run the off the offenses that they wanted to run or, or whatever. But um I, I know a lot of people are probably looking at some of the stuff like, you know, he never he has only won two SEC championships and he, he hasn't really won a national championship. But I'll say this in his defense because I've been living in Atlanta pretty much since the day he took over from I think it was Jim Donovan or somebody like that. But um the tell of the tape is not what you think. It's not that he just underachieved. If you really look at the season, especially the seasons where he had the most talent, like with the Staffords, 
uh, the no-shines and stuff like that. There were a lot of issues from injuries to just major off-the-field issues. So it was always something going on in a season where they were highly ranked or something like that. It was either a year where he was suspending 10 to 12 players at the beginning of the season or a year where he was just losing major talent due to injuries. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I look at it like it's a fresh start for him and a fresh start for UM. And I and for us, the, his toughness and his question and, and you know toughness is question or whatever. I think he's a very tough tough coach. He's not one of the coaches that's going to swear all the time and cuss all the time and stuff like that. He's not going to be that type of coach. But he is a type of coach that will let you know that your job's on the line and is going to demand more from his players. He's not going to be uh, necessarily the rah 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 coach, but he's definitely uh, a coach that has um, you know. That uh, that the, the symptoms to being a, a tough, uh, you know, a being a tough coach. It's just that he just he's just not a rah 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 guy. But I definitely believe he has what it takes to bring that toughness to UM, and I think I definitely think he will change the culture as well. You know, this whole subject of, of Rick calling the calling the plays, I, I I think is really interesting because I've always felt that a lot of these head coaches in college football, when they become head coaches, and who. And, and lots of times they become head coaches because they were such good coordinators um, when, you know, they, they were assistant coaches. They, mm-hmm. for, they, I, I've always felt like they make a mistake when they become head coaches and they don't choose to put, put their success and their, and their fate in their own hands. And uh, I remember feeling that way all throughout the time that Randy Shannon was the head coach at the University of Miami and, Miami was struggling on defense and struggling on defense and really only got it right for that one year that Bill Young was the defensive coordinator. Uh, And Bill Young was universally respected as one of the top DCs in college football for a long time. And that was a great hire for Randy. But when he didn't have Bill Young, I I felt like they really struggled on defense. And I always wondered why Randy didn't choose to run the defense himself. Uh, You know, just, just put his career and his fate in his own hands. So I, I think it's a great move uh, by Rick to make that call for himself as he goes to mm-hmm. the next stage of his coaching career. And uh, we'll, I guess we'll see how it works out. Yes, sir. Thanks for taking my call, man. And go Canes. Anytime, man. Thank you for being part of the show. All right. 646-595-2048. 646-595-2048. Is the number. Um, hope everyone will uh, participate in the show tonight. Remember, hit the number one on your keypad if you want to come on and um, and talk and participate. And right now, let's go out to the six one five. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey Gary, how you doing? Doing great. Who's this? Rocky Mountain Kane, man. Formerly hey, what's up, known man? As Miami alum. How you been, All man? Right, look. I'm doing good. I'm going to be positive for the first time on this show. Wow. Um, so, you know, first I'd just like to say, you know, all of us who were rooting for losses the past year, you know, sometimes you got to hit rock bottom for things to improve, and we knew that was inevitable under Golden. And because we hit rock bottom and because we lost meaningful games, now we actually have a legit coach. So I'd like to throw out some stats here. 
Um, first off, that picture people are putting on Kane Sport that Georgia has finished 0-9 versus teams that finished the, t- the season ranked in the top ten. Totally false. He's beaten several teams that have finished in the top ten in the past few years. Um, but I'm more concerned about how he beat teams and what they were ranked at the game at the time of the game. So I'm going to throw out some stats here. Since 2005, top ten wins. Miami only has two. Mark Richt has 11. Since 2005, top 25 wins. Miami has 10. Georgia has 26 in the SEC. You know, one thing that's been missing from Miami the past few years is difference makers in the NFL. I mean, since 2006, who have we put in the league that's really made a difference, the biggest difference? I'm thinking maybe Devin Hester, a specialist, John Beeson, nobody really that's changing the game. You look what Georgia's put in. they got A.J. Green, Justin Houston, who I believe is top three highest-paid defensive players in the league right now. He just put in Todd Gurley in the NFL. He's probably a top three back already in the league. Then you go with Matt Stafford, Aaron Murray, David Green, D.J. Shockley. He kills it in college with quarterbacks, something that's been missing here for so long. Then you got Paul Feinbaum, a Miami hater, saying this is an epic hire. The U is relevant again. Schleybaugh saying Miami's a sleeping giant and that Rick can wake up. Then you have Gary Danielson, who is immersed in the SEC, coming on the radio and WQAM today saying Miami needs to park a jet beside Mark Rick's house until he signs. This is the luckiest break Miami's gotten in 20 years. My, the last time Miami finished ahead of Georgia in the rankings, recruiting rankings, is 2008. So, you know, I'm a Butch supporter, but I'm also somebody who can see that we did get a good hire. So I'm all aboard with this. I think sometimes getting fired can light an ad, a fire under somebody's ass. So I think Rick has a real opportunity to win big here. He's got an easier path for the ACC. Let me ask you two quick questions, and I'll get off here. Is Swayze finally going to get fired? We're so much smaller than the elite teams in college football. I've said that's the first thing that a coach needs to do to show me he's on the right path. What do you think about that? Uh, I I don't really know whether Mark Rick would retain Andrew Swayze, uh, you know, obviously a, a lot of people have been critical of Miami's strength and you know, I I agree that it, it's certainly going to be an issue that's open for evaluation, but it would be pre, like premature for me to really comment on whether he's going to get fired or not because we have absolutely no idea. Uh but you know, it's I'm sure it will be something that Mark Rick will look very strongly at and Strength and conditioning is something that's at a premium in the SEC, and you can't compete in the SEC without a great strength and conditioning program. So uh, without a a deep knowledge of what they've been doing at Georgia, I feel pretty safe in saying that they have a pretty darn good strength and conditioning program, and I would think he would want to emulate that or maybe even enhance upon it as as he comes to Miami. So – you know, that's as far as where Swayze would fit into that, it's really tough for me to say right now. Do you see any possibility Rick will be here one or two years and then he decides he wants to retire? Do you think we have him for five years, maybe longer? I'm told it's going to be a five- or six-year contract. 
uh, and that might be still part of what's being worked out tonight. But uh, I'm told it's going to be a five- or six-year contract in the ballpark of four to $4.1 million a year. And I don't think there's any plans to retire in a year or two. I, you know, I, I think he's he's excited. Uh, I, I think that he's ready to get, get out recruiting. I think he understands the potential of what he can do at Miami and how he can recruit here. And, you know, the that's the hidden element of this whole thing, to be honest with you. That's something that I haven't heard anybody else consider that I'll throw out there right now is that this is a guy that has spent the last 15 years recruiting the state of Georgia. Okay, so he's got deep relationships with every single coach in the state of Georgia. And now he's coming into Florida, and he's recruited a lot in Florida well as well, so he knows a lot of coaches in Florida. And now he's got the U on his chest, and he's going into all these high schools in, in Florida and in the southern part of the state, the state of Miami, so to speak. And, man, th- this guy is really positioned to be just an absolute superpower as a recruiter and in recruiting. I, I mean, it's it. You know, I don't know who could be better positioned when when you take the state of Georgia and factor that in. And as good of uh, athletes as they typically produce up there, I mean, I don't think it's Florida. Uh, with all respects to Mr. Herndon, who might be listening again tonight, but uh, it's pretty good football up there in Georgia, and they produce a lot of players. And now you got a guy that has relationships in every high school with every coach, and I it can only help strengthen Miami's recruiting position in the overall southern part of the United States. All right, man. Well, you know I call it like I see it. So, you know, everybody knows damn well I'd get on here and gripe if I didn't think this guy was a good coach. I think for the first time in 15 years we actually had a legit head coach. So it feels good, man. Put me on hold and let some of these other guys get on here. You got it, man. Hey, thanks for calling in. And, uh, man, refreshing as heck to hear – Rocky Mountain used to go by the name Kane Alum, and not sure how many other aliases he has had through the years, as he's been on and off and banned and unbanned and and, and all of that stuff. But uh, great, great, great points he made tonight. I kind of like this new Rocky Mountain. You know, I hope he kind of stays positive like this and made some great points, brought some stats to back him up. And uh, very encouraging. All right, let's go out now to the 917, where you're now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary, what's up? BK Hurricane. Hey, what's going on, BK? How you doing today? Hey, Gary, what's going on? Uh, man, uh, it's hopefully it's finally over. You know, hopefully it's finally over. The deal gets done. But um, do you think that the delay in announcing it could be that uh, Blake just you know, like, which is something that he's done before is uh, you know, he's just trying to just talking to the team itself, just explaining them what's going to happen, what's going to happen going yeah. forward and things of that nature. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That makes kind of sense. Uh, it, listen, today was a whirlwind day and uh, th- there was a lot going on in, in, in the time since they left Mark Rick last night at about, I think it was about nine o'clock at night. And, you know, they met in Atlanta. He, he he leaves the hotel. From what I understand and, and was, was told today, representatives from the University of Virginia called him on the phone, on his cell phone, while he was driving. Probably were hitting him up all night, but they couldn't talk to him 
uh, you know, until he was done meeting with Miami and he was driving. And Virginia makes this big push to try to get him to turn his back on Miami and, and come up to Virginia. And for some crazy reason, it got so frenetic that people in Virginia actually thought that they saw him in Charlottesville today. And that created a whole nother frenzy. It was like, you know, it was like an Elvis sighting when Mark Richt was nowhere near Charlottesville, Virginia. And I don't know if you were on canesport.com today, but, you know, we had quite a shitstorm over this Virginia yeah, thing. I was there on all day. For, for a few hours in the afternoon. But Mark Rick was not in Virginia, and Mark Rick never intended to go to Virginia. Mark Rick, which I reported, um, what's today? I guess I reported it Monday, told Virginia on Monday that he wasn't interested in that job. And so th- this was all part of a last-minute effort by Virginia to try to drum up this whole fever about Mark Rick for some crazy reason. And you know, so that that complicated things a little bit. I, I think this whole Virginia thing, but you know, more significantly, he he woke up this morning, and he had decided that he was very excited about what he had heard the night before in the meetings with Miami, and that he was going to go ahead and and accept this position to be Miami's next football coach, and all that was left to do was get they had to get into the nitty gritty of of some of these contract things. That not not necessarily how much he was going to be paid and and how much money he was going to have for coaches and things like that because all of that was negotiated in advance of the meeting last night. They, that was all done. That's all handled at the agent level and the attorney level. And one thing I've noticed about the way the University of Miami does business is they typically tend to negotiate that stuff uh, in advance of interviews. Like I, I know when they were talking to Charlie Strong a couple of weeks ago that there were very specifics that were ironed out um, well in advance of any real serious conversations with, with Charlie Strong. Because I, I guess, you know, if you're not going to be on the same page in terms of money and contracts and things like that, there's really no point in wasting your time having meetings, flying people here and there. You know, you're talking about an entire Miami search committee, I'm pretty sure, that got on a plane yesterday and, and, and went to Atlanta to interview Mark Rick. So, you know, you factor in all those different things, and there's really not a lot of point in going through all of that if you're going to have any type of disagreement or impasse in contract terms. So, you know, most of the heavy hitting stuff was negotiated in advance, but, um, you know, I think there were a lot of additional little things that had to be worked out today. Um, you know, some personal things maybe that were specific to Mark Rick, and that's why everything took a long time today and 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 there were some moments during the day where I started to wonder whether this deal was going to get done you know and uh right. you know then the the word came from you know all constituents that um that the deal was was done uh the only ones that haven't spoken right now are you know Blake James and uh and the University of Miami Athletic Department uh they have not put out an official release tonight and they've sent everybody home uh so that tells me that Maybe the contracts are still being typed up and worked on, and there's not signatures. You know, Penn hasn't met paper yet. But I've back-checked, and, and I, right now, uh, you know, just because I was so baffled by it and have not been able to find any reason or any snags in this deal that were, would preclude a contract probably being signed tomorrow, I would think in the morning or something along those lines. And, you know, 
this whole Mark Rick thing continuing to move forward. And uh, like I said earlier in the show, I, I, I've heard that there's plans for the whole Rick family to come down to Miami tomorrow and be part of meet and greets with boosters and a press conference, meet the team, uh, all those kind of things that go around the hiring of, of a new coach. Right. You know, I mean, that's probably the case, but, um, uh, question, um, you know, throughout the four years, I mean, was it four years that we had Al Golden? <laughs> I forgot already. Five. Throughout the four, five years, throughout the five years, you know, I know you were, you know, pretty close with the football team and the big shots in, you know, in the football team. But, you know, at what point did you realize, you know, I mean, you probably couldn't talk about it much then, but at what point did you realize, you know what, we're not getting anywhere and Al Golden is pretty much done. At what stage did you realize that? When he didn't make changes, and, and I felt he needed sweeping changes, when he didn't make sweeping changes after the Champs uh, Athletic Bowl in Orlando a few seasons ago, and when Miami oh, got blown out. Two years out, ago. Yeah, when they got blown yeah. out by Teddy, by Teddy Bridgewater. And that, that's, that's when I felt that he wasn't going to make it. Because it, it was so obvious to me that he needed to do that and, you know, that the Miami program wasn't set up properly, that they needed coaching changes, they needed infrastructure changes, um, needed a new plan off the field and things like nutrition and, and diet, um, you know, weight room, weight training, off-season conditioning, all those different things. And he made no changes. He did absolutely nothing. So, you know, I, I felt then that Al Golden was not going to make it here. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not sure if you, you know, I know you're against this, but, you know, Twitter was going crazy today. But, um, like, did you Hate it. Uh, did you hear about or see any of the tweets that some of the former players had? No, I didn't see And any how Chickalo pretty much said, oh, don't, don't blame Shannon. He wasn't the problem and all this. Chantrell Henderson went off a little bit. You know, they were just well, going off. Yeah, I, I, know, I, I did see something that Chantrell said where – he kind of mocked the fact that Golden had been from Temple, but I, I didn't see what anybody else said. Was there anything notable? Uh, just Chicolo saying, uh, you know, keep uh, Andre Swayze. Uh, you know, he wasn't the problem. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, just pretty much stuff like that. So how do you feel about the hire overall? Do you think we made the right decision or Butch is still the right guy? Because I think we got the better coach. I think he's a better coach than Butch Davis. Which Davis is a developer of talent and things of that nature, but X's and O's, uh, you know, I think we came out ahead. When I plug in that X factor that I just talked about a few minutes ago with what is going to be brought to the table with recruiting in the state of Georgia and the southern part of the United States and all these connections that Mark Richt has built up in 15 years, all the high school coaches that he's had at his camps at Georgia and things like that. Uh, I don't know that this hire isn't better than than what a Butch Davis hire would have been. You know, Butch Davis hasn't coached in five years. He hasn't coached in the state of Florida uh, since 2000. <laughs> you know, and the, the the kids playing high school football don't know who Butch Davis is. He he probably doesn't have a lot of relationships right now with the high school coaches in the state of Florida. And you know, he's an experienced coach. He knows what he's doing. I'm sure he sh- he could have caught up very very quickly. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure that Mark Rick's not a better hire, you, you know, when you okay, look at you, 
at what all the things that he brings to the table, not you know, in, in terms of those recruiting connections I just mentioned, and he's a very good offensive coach and a, and a very good quarterback coach. And you, for the next two right. years, probably I don't think he's going to be able to go out early unless Mark Rick turns him into Superman here next year. Uh, you have a quarterback in Brad Kaya who I think is going to benefit enormously. Uh, from Mark Rick, no disrespect at all to what James Coley has done with him, but sometimes it helps to have some different ideas and 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 a different guy work with you and develop you. So, um, you know, I, I think Kaya is going to be a big beneficiary of Mark Rick coming in. Yeah, I was a little surprised too by the commits. You know, when they got the commit reaction and things like that, I was surprised that most of the commit already had a personal relationship with Mark Rick. That, that's a, he actually like, tried to recruit them. Quarterman um, them quoted when they were in high school, saying right? that uh, Rick was his first offer. Yeah, I mean you're going to find that. I mean a lot of a lot of these kids were probably recruited by Georgia. Yeah, almost all of them were recruited by Georgia. I mean they had nothing bad to say about Rick. They were, all of them were saying, you know, he's a great guy, comes from a great family. All, like they knew him personally. I, yeah, I was kind of surprised. So, you know, so he has been, in, you know, dipping in South Florida and trying to pull some guys. So, you know, I think it's an all-around good hire. I think it makes us relevant immediately as opposed to if we were to got Bush Davis. Granted, he would have, you know, probably took us to the next level. But just the constant ridicule, you know, it wouldn't have stopped. Oh, you know, you know how Canes fans constantly living in the past, this and that nature. And granted, we had a great past, great history. But sometimes I think we need to start building new history, and I think we could do that with Mark Rick. Yeah, no doubt about it. Great point. All right, you got All anything right, else? I'm going to let everybody else get on, but just keep me on the phone. You got it, man. Thanks for being part of the show. All right, 646-595-2048, 646-595-2048. Let's go out to the 850. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. How's it going, Gary? Oh, it's going, man. It's been a long few days. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's Omar. It's Omar. What's up, Omar? Uh, how you yeah. How you doing this evening? Not much, man. I'm 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 happy with the decision. You know what? Every everybody's not gonna totally be, you know, a hundred percent like, yeah, man. I wanted him because nobody wanted him because he wasn't even a, a thought of, you know, until he got fired. So it's kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like mixed feelings. I know a lot of people wanted Butch, but I feel like, like you were saying with the other caller before, this guy is basically what Butch would be if he was still, as far as recruiting, what he would be as as far as uh, what he did, what Butch would do as far as recruiting. He recruited everyone in South Florida. He'd been there at Georgia. So, I mean, the relationship is better than Butch. Butch will have to come back, and, you know, of course they know, you know, coaches would know who he is, but like you said, the players that are playing now, they don't, it's like that's, it's not concrete to them if they either don't know you from, you know, you already being a head coach or, you know, seeing your resume some, but, you know, it's just history to a lot of the the, the players now. And this guy right here, you, I mean, it's the best of both worlds because you, you got the recruits that we already have. Most of them already been recruited by him some, you know, and that's a good thing. And then the ones that was recruited by Georgia, you know, coming on. And ain't no telling who would be willing to come to Miami now that they got now, – now that we got a head coach that's 
you can at least say, okay, he was a winner. You know? Yeah, no, no, I I agree with what you're saying, and uh, you know, I want to circle back to what you said, um, you know, a moment ago at the beginning of your call. I, I, you know, this thing happened extremely quickly. I mean, you're talking about he was fired at noon on Sunday, and that you know, within three days, and 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 really, uh, yeah. really two days. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, and you, know, you know, they had they, yeah. they, wait, 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 one second, Omar, one second. We can't both talk at the same time. What I'm trying to tell you is that this happened. Very, very, very quickly, and I, I think like the Canes Nation, a lot of which is listening right now, probably is still in a little bit of shock. You know, I mean, you yeah. know, you, you know, you're talking about sitting there, and it's BBB, bring back Butch, and and you know, it, it's it's Charlie Strong and Rob Chudzinski and Mario Cristobal, and man, you then all of a sudden somebody you know snapped their fingers, yep, and now it's yeah. all it's all about yep, Mark yeah. Ricks, you know. Yeah. And it's like, what? Hold up, hold up. It, it, yeah, it, I mean, it, listen, it, 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 we was on Sunday. day right now, you would be like, hold up, you're moving too fast. Hold up, we got to slow yeah, down. Yeah, well, that's so. what happened. I mean, <laughs> at, at, at noon on Sunday, when I got word from a, a, a very good source, and and I was flat told at noon on Sunday, Mark Rick's going to be the next coach at Miami. And, you know, Whoa. so that – so I immediately began. I just dropped everything and began working on that Mark Rick angle. The more I, the more I looked into it, the more I saw. You know, you know what? And I swear, like it's gonna I swear, Gary, I was like, "Why is you putting up all this stuff, about Mark Rick?" Oh, you know, I seeing a lot of Mark. I was like, "Man, I, I, I want to hear about not, Mark Rick." He just coming left field, and, <laughs> and it happened like that. You know what? And I think they went ahead and decided with him because. He was the person that was getting the most phone calls about, you know, trying to be a head coach somewhere else with the people that we have, you know, on our listing right now. Most of them are already coaching somewhere else, so we can't really talk to them. But he was the first guy, just think about the first coach that had been fired that everybody would kind of like want, you know, that wasn't a bad fire. Like, he still won. He just didn't win the big games with, you know, the big SEC schools. And if you think about it, like, SEC, SEC been ruling it for a while now. You know, as far as development, as far as, you know, just being in the top ten, with, with, and it's sad to say it, you know, but ACC hasn't been doing that. So you have a, a guy that has been competing against those schools and then to kind of compete against ACC schools, this may be a, like a easy transition, you know, for him. And then it, I mean, it, he has better better talent to 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 deal with. So it's like this can be a very great situation for us. But it's just so fast how it's moving to you. Like, can I catch my breath first? Like, hold up, is, is it done? Because you, you, we're scared to see another coach here and it don't work out. I think that's the most thing. We've been ten years with you know just going through this. With, with coaches that didn't work out, whatever it was, and it's to the point now, like, you just fed up. you like, it's got to be the right person. And it's like it's like trying to find your wife. You never know who's the right person until, you know, you. It, it, the situation just seems like it happened naturally. But it, you never want to – it's like getting married, I would say. You, you never know who's that number one – who's number one when you just – had so many bad relationships. You to the point like, oh my God, I don't think I ever find we'll ever find the right person. But I think Mark Rick is. Uh, I think he's going to be a good guy. I think he's what we need 
he I'm afraid of his, you know, toughness as far as a a competitor and as far as like you was talking the other night about somebody that just has that dog mentality. If he hires the right people, you won't need that. If he hires the right defensive coach and look what he went and did last uh the other two years or whatever, he went and hired the the defensive coordinator for Florida State and Florida State was doing very well with him. I don't know how good that mix has moved that transition has moved been with uh the defensive coordinator now being at Georgia, but he it shows that he he does know how to pick the right uh defensive coordinator. You know? Yeah, I mean he he's hired very good coaches his whole entire time at Georgia. So I don't think there's yeah. any reason to believe that that this is not a guy that knows how to put a good staff together. I, I mean, he's made some mistakes. Yeah. They all do. You know, he, he hired yeah. Pruitt from from Florida State, and that was supposed to be a monster hire, and they, and they weren't the right fit for each other. But uh, for the most part, you know, he he's shown through the years that he could put a decent staff together. Yeah, yeah, definitely, most definitely. And I, I just hope everybody, you know, give him a chance, give him time, because, you know, I feel like he's going to find a success fast here because it's a, a talented – it's it's like this guy has been here, coming here, and for the longest in Florida, I would say, you know, trying to recruit these players, get them to go Georgia. Now you actually he's here and he's trying to recruit them to come to Miami. It's gonna be a landslide. He got Sony Michelle. He got so many players that was from that Miami wanted, wanted bad, you know, and he was able to get those guys. And I think it's gonna be easier for him to get those guys. Because he he has a resume that says, "Hey, you're gonna at least win here. You're gonna go to you 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 can you have the 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 ability to to actually be a, a first or second round put in the work, you know. And that's what these kids I think care about more. You know, it's about how are you gonna develop me and about the record. Are you a winning coach, you know? And that and he has that resume that says." Yeah, I I am a winning coach in the SEC, which is not. It's the hard if you you can say what you want, but it's like the hardest thing to do these days to win in the SEC with so much competition that they face. No doubt but, about it. All right, man. Hey, let me make sure people get on. Th- yeah, thank you for calling in. Yeah. And, uh, we'll be back on again right, the, the, uh, next week, except it's going to be Wednesday night instead of Tuesday night because uh, Tuesday night okay. the Canes are playing the Gators in basketball. Um, so uh, we'll be on on, on uh, Wednesday night next week. But um, thanks for being part of the show. All right, 646-595-2048 is the number. 646-595-2048 is the number. Let's go out to the 845, where you're now live on Kane Sport Live. Yeah, Gary, Greg, how you doing? What's up, Greg? How you doing tonight? Okay, I got some. Uh, did some research here. Um Mark Ricks had in his 11 recruiting class, his last 11 recruiting classes, uh, including the current one, he's got seven top seven classes and eight top tens. Okay? Uh, so we know he can recruit. He also has two four star D tackles and two offensive linemen that are four stars in his current class. Maybe we can grab one or two of those. And uh, 
uh, this quarterback, don't you think he'd be reluctant to come on with Kai here because he probably wants to play right away? And if Florida or Georgia, he'd probably be able to play right away. Uh, not necessarily because, you know, if 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 a kid thinks that he has a chance – to be developed well, and, and a lot of people are going to think that Brad Kaya is only going to stay for one more year. Uh, and, you know, the smart kids know that it's not really in their best interest to come in and play as a true freshman year quarterback. You're not ready. You know, playing the quarterback position is a difficult deal, and, and Brad Kaya has handled it, I think, as well as anybody really could, but you know, he would have been way better off redshirting as a true freshman and, and, and having his second year this year be a redshirt freshman year. So the smart kids won't let that won't let that affect them. And um you know, I, I think we'll see what happens. I I mean you're you're talking about if you, in Easton you're talking about one you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I I know Rivals has him right up there at the top. And so it's going to be very interesting to see if they can turn him. Uh, but we spoke to his quarterback coach and who told us that it's definitely going to be a consideration. Okay. My next point is I just saw a report that Jeremy Pruitt is definitely not going to come with Rick to Miami. That so is without out. question not going to happen, no. Okay. How about Chuck Amato as defensive coordinator? Greg, we have no idea. I mean, I, I, I'd love to be able to t- tell you who his staff is going to be, but we have no clue. We haven't even begun to even be able to, to sniff that concept and, and ask him about it, which I hope we'll be able to do as soon as tomorrow. Um, so I can't even begin to tell you who's going to be on that staff. Okay, now I wanted to refute a couple points that guy Rocky Mountain Kane made. He said that the only the last year – Miami out-recruited Georgia was 08. It was actually 12 when we were ninth and they were 12. And he also mentioned we haven't had any impact players other than Beeson and Hester. I guess he forgot about Jimmy Graham and Greg Olson. They're pretty good. Yeah, you're right. Okay, now one last point about a month ago, I told you there's no reason Miami can't spend $4 million on a head coach. And you told me there's no way it was going to happen. That's not so what, what I, I happened never, in I the never, meantime I said here. That, I don't know what gave you that idea. I, I, I said it was going to happen. I've said from day one that they were going to devote the resources, whatever they needed to do, and whatever that coach needed to be paid and commanded, that they were going to pay it. Uh, and it wasn't going to be an issue, and that's what happened. I never said that they weren't going to pay $4 million. Well, all right. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Could you please leave me on hold? Good you got show. It. Thank you. Yep. Thank you as always for for calling in. All right. Six four six five nine five two zero four eight. Hit the number one on your keypad if you want to be part of the show. Let's go to the five zero four where you're live on Kane Sport Live. How you doing this evening? Yeah. What's going on, man? How you doing? In the grind zone, man. How you doing? Who's this? I'm good, man. This is Roland. Hey, what's up, Roland? Welcome I'm back. Good man, good. I know, I know. So uh we got Mark Rick. So got a quick question. So uh Tyler Clark and uh what's this other kid? Uh Julian uh is it Royster defensive tackles that are committed to Georgia. You think that you think those kids are convert over to Miami? Because you know that's that's well, immediate. I, we need we need we need help at D tackle. 
I think every kid is open, <laughs> and and they will certainly all be asked that question. You know, do, are you interested in coming to Miami to to play under Coach Rick at Miami? Uh, some will, some won't. Uh, usually, it's not as widespread as people would would think. I mean, most kids end up sticking with the school that they were originally committed to because that's really where they want to go to school. Um, but yeah, I I think that there's going to be be a couple kids here that will switch from Georgia to Miami. Okay, okay. And what about uh, if you had to take a guess as far as a new uh, defensive coordinator, any idea who, who that guy would be? No clue at all. Absolutely none. None. I know it's kind of just throwing it out there. Um, what about uh, coaches that um, – any idea of coaches that may be re- retained next year? Uh, it's kind of hard to guess probably. Impossible. Uh, it's all going to depend on what, yeah. what Mark Rick has in mind. You know, what coaches from his current staff is he going to bring? What other coaches are out there that he that he would like to have at Miami with him? What members of the current staff then would he like to consider retaining? And it's all a blank canvas right now. I'm sure he's starting to yeah. put those thoughts together as he sits at home tonight. But you know, we we don't have any clue right now. And, and when he was at Georgia, did they they ran a three four or four three? You remember? I'm not sure. The defense. They I want to say that they ran yeah. a three-four this past year, but I don't think that means anything. You know, I, yeah. I, I think I don't think Mark Richt is predisposed on what kind of defense that they would run. Uh, my guess is it'll depend on who the coordinator he chooses is. Mhm. Mhm. I totally get it. I totally get it. I think this Gary. You know, just I mean, uh, yeah, everybody had the guys who they wanted. You know, I think. Um, uh, with Mark Rick, uh, just in general as a recruiter, and as what he did at Georgia, and understanding South Florida, um, all you got to do now is just bring the assistants in, assistant coaches in, coach these kids up, and just get a recruiter. Recruiter, and it's almost, it's pretty. I'm not saying it's a done deal, but it's it's pretty much uh, ten, eleven wins each year. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are, thoughts are on that. You know, listen. But, uh, this should be a, a very successful program. Now, I, I, I think easy. that you know this guy is battle tested. Fifteen years in the SEC, yeah. playing against the best competition in the country. Uh, plenty of big games, recruiting. I mean, this guy is is a pro, and this guy is battle tested at running a top level football program, and it is exactly what Miami needed and you know he gets a a rap for not winning the big games at Georgia and I will totally agree with anybody that says that 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 is a concern but he should be able to recruit better at Miami than he recruited at Georgia should be able to get more impact players and the key to me is going to be and I know there's a lot of questions about it for obvious reasons but what kind of coaching staff that he's able to put together here in the coming days and to me, that's as important as the fact that he's the head coach himself. That's where Al Golden failed. That's where Randy Shannon failed. And the University of Miami, I think, is going to make the financial commitment to give Rick the resources he needs to go out and get a great coaching staff, and I hope he yeah. makes it count. One last thing I want to, I'm going to say before before you put me on hold, I'm, I'm so tired of hearing all these pundits saying, you know, Miami doesn't have the money. They can't, get the, they can't spend the money on the coaches. They can't get the assistant coaches. It, it, it's so frustrating. It's just almost to the point. You know what? It's not frustrating no more because that was the past. 
and it's not a present. So you look at, you know, what he's going to put as far as the staff and the elite staff. And, um, I mean, you can't, you can't, I mean, there's no, nobody call all these other guys. I don't even want to bring them up saying that, you know, Miami can't pay the coaches. They can't bring the assistant coaches and they can't bring that. It's not an elite job. Okay. We're going to see what's going to happen. It's an elite job now. Exactly. <laughs> It's it just got back now. to being exactly. an elite job. It might not have been exactly. an elite job, but trust me, this now. hire has got the attention of the college football world. And I'm going to tell you right now, you, you know, things go around. And, I, and like a 360, when you look at Michigan with Harbaugh, they went 9-3. You look at USC. You remember when – you know when Miami and Florida State was dominating. SEC wasn't even in the whole fold, only until Saban got there and won that championship at LSU. So – what I'm saying is, with Miami, with Rick coming in, recruiting and bringing the players in, you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but it's, it's that time for Miami to really get back to where it needs to be because they're putting the money out now. They get bring the assistant coaches in, bring the players in, and it's just a matter of time. So you can put me on hold, Gary, because I know you got a million people calling in, man. I appreciate it. You got it, man. Hey, thank you, as always, for being part of the show. Let's go now to the 773. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary. It's Billy and Austin. How are you? What's up, Billy? How you doing this evening? Great song. Oh, you like the song? <laughs> I man, was waiting was, for it. I was. That was a gem, man, wasn't it? I mean, that was. Well, it, it, I mean, could you ever hear of, of a more appropriate song than that one? Well, it would have worked for Butch as well. So, <laughs> um, so I think you uh, you played your cards pretty well there. Um, quick question for you. Um, you always talked about Al Golden being the ultimate CEO, organizational skills as his top skill. You've been in the business for a long time. In your opinion, what is Mark Rick's number one skill set that he possesses? Hmm. Well, I will say this. I mean, having not been able to work directly with him, I'm just going mm-hmm. on, on things I've heard and observed maybe, but you know, the, the thing that I've spoken to a lot of people about Mark Rick the last three days, and the one thing I can tell you guys is I haven't heard one person, not one, not a single person say one negative thing about this guy. Uh, everybody seems to love him. Everybody seems to respect him. Everybody talks about what a quality human being that Mark Rick is. And I think the thing – I think that, as much as anything, is what made the University of Miami feel this is the guy we got to go get. And the, the second – I'm telling you, it was literally, cause it was literally, and and you guys that are on our website a lot will 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 substantiate this. The second that he was hired, I mean fired at Georgia, and became available around noon on Sunday, I got the phone call that, from a very good source telling me this guy is going to be the next head coach at, at at Miami, and it happened so quickly. I mean, within within minutes, I know for a fact Miami was was already in touch with his camp, and, and they were talking and ironing out contract details, and, and the meeting last night was set up. And, I mean, this thing went in rapid fire uh, at a rapid fire speed. And uh, I think Miami said, that's our guy, the second he became available. And I think the search, for all practical purposes, ended on Sunday at noon when Mark Rick became available. Okay. Um, now, Knowing Mark Richt, knowing the team, you know, I've been on record on your show saying I think that Golden created a real 
participation trophy type culture, what is the number one thing that, that Mark Rick and his staff have to address, you know, with the guys coming back for next year? Oh man, I you know this program needs a major culture change. I mean, there's so much mm-hmm. work. To, there's so 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 much work to be done in in this program. Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting here and I'm honest with you, I I think this thing and, and it, it's not it's not the level of rebuild that maybe Randy Shannon and, and Al Golden took on. I mean, I don't see this as having to be a five year rebuild, but in so many ways. It almost is that level rebuild because of the just complete culture change that I think needs to take place here. And, you know, that that to me is the biggest thing that he's going to have to bring in from day one. And, and that's why I was saying last night when we did Kane Sport Live last night that, you know, he needs some alpha males on his staff. He needs some, some mm-hmm. get after it football coaches. They're going to they're gonna come in and help him just totally alter the culture of the program, the way these kids work, the way these kids think, the the mindset of the football team, and um, so that to me is is going to be one of his biggest challenges right out of the gate. And you know, obviously, he has to go recruit, and I think this recruiting class is extremely important. Uh, I mean, as you know, there's a lot of holes on this roster, um, some good players. But I don't think there's a ton of impact players, a ton of game-changing players. And if Mark Rick's going to change this pattern that he's had of winning, you know, nine, ten games and not getting over the hump in the big game and winning championships, he's going to have to get himself some impact players also. And um, so this recruiting class is going to be extremely important. And um, we've already started covering it. We're we're, we're make we're you know we are uh, working in overdrive tonight. Uh, making tons of phone calls to recruits and coaches sure. and things like that, just to try to get a, a feel for the pulse of what people are thinking about about this hire. But uh, it's going to be something worth watching with great excitement over the next couple months. You got the whole month of December here in January that this Mark Rick recruiting effort is going to unfold, and um, I think you're going to see him shooting for the fences. He's going to go after big time players, and I'll predict right now Miami's going to have a top five recruiting class. And I wouldn't be surprised if they don't shoot all the way up to the top by the time that Mark Rick, with this whole wave of excitement and being at the U and, and wearing that logo on his chest and going out and working his connections, uh, I just think that he's going to get a lot of players to come down here to Miami, and it's going to be something to be very excited about. Sure. So on that note, you know, you've got connected guys like Kevin Beard and Ice Harris on staff, and I think a lot of us are in agreement their impact wasn't as great as we had expected at, you know, my, you know, philosophy has been because the high school coaches, as much as they trusted and liked them, they didn't buy into the golden way and the golden system. Now that that's gone, you know, this is maybe a, I don't know if it's a dumb question, but I'm just trying to get a magnitude question. How big of a role does Mark Richt have in the South Florida community with guys like that on staff that he could potentially retain to get to that top five class? I think he's going to get it very quickly. I I think the South Florida football community is so starved for the University of Miami to be good again and be relevant again. These people didn't like turning their backs on this program. You know, Mm -hmm. they didn't like it at all. They don't want to send their kids all over the United States and have their mamas have to get on planes and, and travel and not be yep. able to watch not not be able to watch their their sons play um, 
always and, 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 and be inconvenienced and have to spend tons of money and things like that. Um, they want their kids to be able to go to the U and get coached at the top level and play at the top level and compete for championships. So I think he's going to be embraced very, very quickly by the South Florida football community. Mm-hmm. And whether Ice Harris or Kevin Beard or anybody else gets retained or whatever coaches he chooses to, to, to have on his staff, I think they're very quickly going to be very well received in the local high schools. I, if you read the, the article we have online now at canesport.com with the reaction of some of the local high school coaches, I think you'll see some of that. So, uh, a lot to be excited about, Hurricane fans, really. I mean, you know, I, I think you have to like this hire, and I think I you've got to like what what it's going to mean to the football program. Your show last night put me over the hump with this hire after listening to more and more people. Last question, and, and put me on a hold, please. You said it yourself, the golden, you know, the, the Shannon transition, the golden transition, they were down. I think we return 18 starters or so from this year, realistically, what are your expectations for this team next year with a quarterback guru and a potential Heisman Trophy winner um, and Brad Kaya returning? I mean, let, let's see what the recruiting class looks like first. I mean, there's no reason for us to start trying to make predictions right now. They haven't even played the bowl game for this year yet. Uh, but I think there certainly is every reason to expect that if they have a good recruiting class this year, I think they need to go out, look for a couple of JUCOs that can help them immediately at, at some of these key spots where they're going to be a little light. Uh, if they're able to accomplish that and bring in some players that can help right away, there shouldn't be any reason at all. This team can't challenge uh, the for the ACC, uh, certainly for the Coastal, and maybe yeah. even for the AC, ACC title in whole next year. I, you know, I mean, Agreed. Brad Kaya should should be a very good quarterback next season. Uh, it's, it's, you know, so we'll see. We'll see how it all comes together. Yep. Great. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks for being part of the show. Give us a call. Yep. Next week. All right. Um, 646-595-2048. 646-595-2048. Got a little news here to talk to you about. Uh, mentioned at the beginning of the show that Miami had not put out an official release as of yet, uh, introducing Mark Richt as their new football coach. And um, done some checking through some different sources and stuff here as we've moved on in the show. And one theory that has been floated is there's an enormous amount of protocol uh, that, that, that goes into these things when, when they're, you're making a new hire at the university. Uh, you often have to do drug tests. You often have to do background checks and things like that. I know it seems absurd. You know, what kind of background check do you have to do on Mark Richt? But there's very strict protocols in hiring at the university on things you have to do and get done in red tape and, my guess is all of that is what's holding things up, and, and that's why the University of Miami has not made an official announcement as of yet uh, about Mark Richt because they're still going through that entire process. And uh, we'll see. Maybe tomorrow will be the day when they get all that done and are able to make make an announcement. All right, let's go out now to the 513, where you're now live on Kane Sport Live. Gary, how you doing? This is Tim from Cincinnati. What's up, Tim? How you doing this evening? First of all, I'm drinking mass because I'm so excited, like straight Kenny Powers right now. I could not believe that we <laughs> signed Mark Rick. No, seriously, I cannot. I honestly was getting depressed because I was like, they're not going to pay Mark Rick. Maybe it's $4 million in Mirage. Maybe we're just not going to, you know, we're going to just settle for whoever for two mil and that's it. 
But when I saw them say Mark Rick will be the next coach of Miami, I seriously just cracked open the bottle as soon as I got home. I just could not believe it. And I'm just so excited. I have not been as excited probably since, what, the last 10 years where I'm just this, just jacked up. I just you, – you want to talk about bringing instant credibility back to this program, something that we have been lacking. I'm tired of being the laughing stock of college football and people just disrespecting us. This just brings instant credibility. And I was one of those guys that wanted Cristobal and Butch. But when I thought about it, I said, okay, you know, do I want Butch, you know, a short-term fix, or do I want someone who's going to be here until he just says, I don't want to do it anymore? And I think with Mark Rick, he just, I mean, I'm just, I just can't believe it, Gary. I'm still in shock. Because it's like Miami, you never see them spending big money on coaches, ever. So I commend Blake James, which is I heard no one in the caller say tonight, I commend Blake James because I was about to just rip Blake James a clean one. And for him to close on Mark Ritt, which is really like his first major hire, am I right? His first major one? Yeah. That 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 is just, I can't believe it. I, I have to give kudos to Blake. I just... I just – I have to. I mean, this is just unbelievable. And the, and the reaction that the recruits are giving, it's like they are just, like, excited. It's almost like this this hire just woke up a whole entire community. Well, you know, you mentioned Blake James, and, and, and I thought he handled the search like a total pro, really. I mean, I know it took a long time, but if they didn't wait – the way they did, and they had a rush to judgment, they wouldn't have gotten Mark Richt. And I, you know, I think you mentioned how excited you are, and I think most people who are open-minded and aren't locked into this the, the BBB movement and, and the fact that it was going to be butcher bust and they weren't accepting anybody else, I think most people are are, are happy about it too. And uh, you know, Blake did a good job managing the search. He he did his homework. He. Um, I thought the search firm helped him with the things that he needed the search firm to help with and got at the end of the day, pulled all the strings and, and, and did the things in negotiations that he needed to do to get Mark Rick finalized today. And uh, so I mad props to him. I think he did a hell of a job. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, I mean, I, I'm commending Blake. My, my, I have a couple of questions. I'm going to go ahead and get off the phone and drink the rest of this bottle up before I have to go to work. Um, <laughs> Number one, um, now, James Coley. Now, I know, to me, I felt like I like James. I think that he just needs to be a little bit more seasoned as far as the, as the offensive coordinator is concerned. And I think Mark Rick being hired is perfect for him. Do you see him, and this is just hypothetical, I know we don't know anything about staff right now, but do you think it would be a great choice for him, unless someone else just calls, for him to say, I can be the QB coach here, and learn a couple years or so to where maybe in a year or two he can be ready and, you know what I mean, and polished enough to call plays again. Wait, because he, I think um, he was a hell of a recruiter. I just think that – I don't know how you feel about it, but I kind of felt like Golden kind of kept the leash on him. Like he didn't let Coley go out and recruit like he should have. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I agree. know how I you totally felt agree about that. that. You know, I, I, just, that- I mean, it, just, it, it was a lot of people on the staff who I felt like Golden – Held back. I mean, the, the the tail of the tape. I didn't mean to cut you off, but the tail of the tape for me. I don't know if you remember, but Miami had released a video where all of them are in the room and D'Onofrio and Hurley are going at it about a kid. Yeah. And 
I'm sitting there like, okay, Mark, Hurley, I think, knows what he's talking about. He knows the culture. You know what I mean? And it was like they kind of kept the reins on guys. And I think that was like one of the downfalls of this past regime. So I was just wondering if you could just give me some insight on do you think Coley moving the QB coach would be – I mean, because he's a hell of a QB evaluator. I mean, he I think he can find QBs. I just think that would probably be a good – I don't know. Maybe just your thoughts. I don't know. Um, my my thoughts are that it's something that Mark Rich should definitely consider. I think James Coley is one of the more valuable members of the current coaching staff. I agree with you that he was underutilized as a recruiter by Al Golden for whatever reason that was. And I think he has a lot more to offer University of Miami football in a role as a quarterback coach possibly and a lead recruiter than he did as offensive coordinator. And now with Mark right. coming in and – ready to call the plays. I mean, it would, it would take a, a mental adjustment on James Coley's part, but I think it's something that James Coley would embrace. I think he wants to be part of the University of Miami program. I think he loves living in this community. That's why he came here from Florida State. And if Mark Richt is on that same wavelength, and I know they know each other from when Coley was at Florida State, um, I think that, that it makes total sense for James Coley to stay on the staff. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And my last question is, I know you have people that want to get on. As far as with the whole quarterback thing, and I know everyone's, like, getting hyped up and turned up because of Eason, but I kind of feel bad for Jack because Jack has been loyal and committed to this class, and I don't know how everything's going to shape out, but I know that Matt posted an article with him saying that Eason's saying that he was going to consider Miami now, and I just feel bad for Jack because here it is, Jack finds out, about the hire on a home visit from the coaches. And yep. then it's like, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I don't even know, man. I mean, that's just like, wow. So it's like, is Jack just the odd man out? And you could just put me on hold and I'll just enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be the odd man out or not. I'm sure that hasn't even been addressed or decided yet. Um, there are some, there is some noise that we're hearing tonight. We're, we're working on it. Uh, that Eason will have an interest in coming to Miami, and there is a chance that he might flip and decide to come to Miami with with Mark Richt. What we don't know is where that will leave Jack Allison. Will they take two quarterbacks if Allison still wants to come? Uh, would that leave Allison out in the cold and having to go somewhere else? So uh, that will definitely be a little subplot that we'll be following here in the next few days. All right, Gary, man, good show, and just keep me on hold, buddy. All right, man. Thank you for being part of it. All right, 646-595-2048, 646-595-2048. Let's go out to the 770. You are now live on Kane Sport Live. Mr. Gary. Yes, sir. Who's this? This is James from Atlanta, my man. I haven't talked to you in about three weeks. Third What's time up, being on here. Are you Where a market expert? Where did you get that entry song from? The what? The entry song that you played. You can like Coming that. Coming in. Dude. Like Dude, man, Dude I started reaching for the lyrics. I started reaching for the bourbon. Bring out the bourbon. And he's not pulling a rat. 
anyway. Love it. I mean, totally appropriate. <laughs> oh, totally appropriate. Love it. But hey, I just I'm gonna go ahead and get started because I know there's people waiting on the line. But uh, I definitely was a Butch and Mario probably fan trying to go after. But and I did not see this this hire coming. But I would like to say to uh, just Blake James, man, they knocked this one out of the park. Did not see it coming. I think it's a great, wonderful hire. What a good way to bring somebody down that's already connected to Florida and also to be able to do some damage in Georgia to bring those two together probably, especially with some good linemen. That would be huge for us. You there? No doubt. I'm here, no yeah. doubt. Okay, and I think that is just I – just, I just didn't even see it coming at all. And I think he's a good man to represent the brand, to be able to, like I said, be able to go into these young kids' household and just be able to do his thing. And I think it's he's going to be welcome with open arms. So it, it took a second, but then once I thought about it, I was like, man, that's going to be good. And I would like to say just for one thing, I was listening last night, didn't get through because I know you had a bunch of callers coming in, but – one thing I like to say with people comment that he didn't get over the hump and things like that with Florida and didn't win some big games. One of the things I thought about that he always was missing at Georgia that, to me, when you playing with, to me, Florida schools, Florida State, Miami, and Florida's that you need an overall team speed also. And I know he had big, strong guys, but to me sometimes playing, when you play in Florida, especially when – Spurs there, Zook, and then say uh, Urban Meyer, you had to have some speed to go with that power. And I think that was sometimes some things that he was missing, but I think he's going to have a perfect blend with that with the U. I think he can have a perfect blend with that. I think he's going to be able to compete in the ACC with no problem because he already has a winning record over Georgia Tech that's in our coastal. I don't think he's going to struggle that much at all personally, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's what's about to come down the road with him. Yeah, so, I am too. And I think it's going to be great. I really do. I, I mean, everything that we've heard in the last couple hours that we've been talking to people, very encouraging. Yes, I mean, I, I just I, – I, I, and, I, and I have to agree with the caller before me that I didn't even believe that, that we would land him. I, I just didn't know until I heard that um, – I think you was talking to someone before. I can't remember if it was on the message board or something. That that's when word got out that Miami was looking to put more money out there for the head coach and for the assistant coaches. That it kind of gave me hope for it. But then, but for Mark Rick, I'm thinking, would that be enough? Even though I yeah. knew he had, you know, some sources down here. But look, if he doesn't get fired from Georgia, he's not here. Let's be honest. He wasn't going to quit right. the job. He, he, he wasn't that, quitting the job to come to Miami, okay? But but yeah. the minute he – like I said earlier, the minute he was fired, this was it, man. It was done. I mean, I'm telling you, it was done. I mean, it, it all had to you – know, the process had to be gone through and, and things had to be negotiated and, and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, it, 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 it was pretty much – Done on Sunday, right? And and I and that's the thing that like even four days later for us to land somebody that is ready to go. I mean that it was much more ready to go. Even when I was thinking with Butch and saying he coming in and having a you know a coaching waiting and all of these things to help us in the future, but they done it all and won with this one guy. I just I believe he's going to uh, bring in a remarkable staff. 
I think his staff is going to get better and better as they go. Who knows who he's going to, you know, retain and who he's going to bring in, of course. But it's all going to get better, so much better from up here. And I'm, and I, and I'm just ready to see this recruiting ranking to just climb the boards in the next six to eight weeks. It's just finna just climb. I'm, I just. And I'm hoping I'm, I just want to see it. I'm just I'm hyped. I am hyped about it. I hope everybody else is, and I think that man, this is going to be oh wonderful. I think it's going to be wonderful. All right, man. We'll, we'll look. Obviously, okay. we've got a lot to look forward to here. So you yes, got, sir. You got you anything, anything? Anything else for us tonight? Oh no, I'm not going to take up too much of your time, man. I'm definitely going to just give you a call back next week, and uh, I'm, I'm just waiting for Kane Kane and D Black and all the other guys. I got to hear that noise tonight. You boys better bring it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, you take I'm, care, I'm, Gary. I'm sure they're on this board here somewhere. In, I don't know where. I mean, <laughs> I, mean we, I think we got right now. We got 95, uh, 95 lines tied up here, so I don't know. But I mean, uh, I'm sure we'll get to them eventually. So anyway, thanks for being part of the show and. Um, Give us a call again next time. Yes, sir, my man. You have a good night. Keep me on hold, Gary. You got it. Um, you're on hold. Let's go now to the 850. You are now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, what's up, Gary? Doing good, doing good. How you doing tonight? Who's this? It's Travis up here in Tallahassee, man. What's up, Travis? Uh, I got to sit- talk to us. Hey, man, you know, mostly I'm okay with this hire, especially after last night that when we were talking, I came to the realization that Greg Schiano was number two on a lot of the, the uh, bot and administration's board, and that scared the hell out of me. So if you're scared <laughs> or don't like the Mark Rick hire, imagine Greg Schiano coming back with Mario Cristobal and all that. And, oh, my God, stick the nail in the coffin. This, the program's over. Close it down, man. I mean, I just I almost puked when I figured that one out today. Reading your your message boards with everybody on it and everything. That, I mean that's just horrible. So if if that doesn't get you behind Mark Rick, I don't know what will. Um, you know, overall, guy's a good man, uh, great record. I, I think he can do positive things here. You know, I mean I I also think that it doesn't mean shit unless we actually go out and support this team because still. Everybody that said anything, the talking heads on ESPN and anything today, mentioned the damn stadium. And we got to admit it to ourselves, guys. That stadium is a damn embarrassment. Not necessarily the stadium itself, but the fact that nobody goes to it. We have to show up next year. I mean, we got to at least support this man until he fails and on to the next or whatever. But, I mean, with what everybody's saying with recruiting, absolutely. That's that's my biggest excitement. This guy can crush it, knock it out of the park. I mean, think about it. He started with Isaiah Crowell back in the day who ended up, you know, getting kicked out for gun charges or whatever, to Todd Gurley, to Nick Chubb, to Sony Michelle. That's the lineage that Miami should have. I mean, we, we used to be running back you. Um, quarterbacks, Jacob Eason, Jack Allison could carry either way. You know, I mean, I think we're, we're pretty, pretty well set on that. We even got a good stable of quarterbacks as of right now, you know, with, uh, I mean, what Malik Rogier showed this year in the second game that he was in, I have a lot of uh, faith in him in the future taking over for Brad Kaya. So whoever does come in, they're going to have to work hard. Um, and like you guys, everybody was saying earlier, man, it all comes down to coaches, uh, when I was watching ESPN earlier, what's the Trevor Maddich guy? I think he kind of nailed it, man. He did say that basically they've been going in the same pattern. They did Randy Shannon, the Al Golden, the Mark Rick. Those three guys are pretty similar. You know, they they all try and run a super clean program and all that. And 
do it the right way, which is great, you know, and that's what Miami's trying to do for their image. But I also thought he nailed it when he said Miami needs outlaws. You you refer to them as alpha males. He referred to them as outlaws. Either way you want to look at it, the assistant coaches, the coordinators, that's the type of mentality that we need on this team. That's where the culture change comes from, the uh, never-say-die attitude. That's that's what I'm looking for. Mark Rick, I'm behind it 100%, but it doesn't mean anything unless he goes out there. Hey, first off, like I said last night, T-Rob, forget Mario Cristobal, dude. I don't ever want to see him ever in a Miami outfit ever again, dude. I'm just I'm totally over that guy and done with him. Go get me T-Rob. That's an alpha male. He will develop your DBs in an SEC level. So, I mean, that that's my first hire. A defensive coordinator, I don't really know who you go for. I, it, throw a name in the hat, whatever. I don't Do, care. There's going to be a lot of coaches out like, there available. You know, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of whispers that things are falling apart at Auburn. You know, they got a pretty good staff, but things aren't going very well there this year. And, and I think some of those coaches at Auburn are going to be looking for jobs. Um, is that where T-Rod's at, or is he still at Florida? I believe, I, no, I believe he's at Auburn. So, I mean, there, there's going to be okay. – There'll be all kinds of scuttlebutt and stuff the next few days. We, I wish we could tell you who the coaches are going to be, but we just have no clue right now. Well, well, that's the thing that I really have. Faith, I think I mentioned it last night is that he comes from the SEC. The people that he knows and associated with are these coaches that we hold in such high regard. You know, he should have in the great offensive, defensive coordinators, uh, line coaches, whatever. He should be able to get the best of the best. Where I feel Al Golden. Never really had that, you know. He didn't have a pool of people that he had really worked with. That you know, if things started going wrong, he'd be like, "Hey, could you come down here and help me out? My defensive line is looking horrible." You know, he didn't have that that background, that experience, the uh, cutting your teeth with Al Grove type thing. You know, just didn't quite cut it. There was nobody else from that family tree to to lean on anymore. That I feel um, Mark Rick totally has. You know. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just wanted to get in and to say to everybody in the future calls that it could have been Greg Schiano. You know, that's that that's the main point of this. It could have been him. So let's get behind Mark Rick. Uh, it would have been a disaster. A disaster. I don't know. I, I, I think Shiano would have put a good staff together and would have been a representative head coach. I, I like the Rick Tire better, like just like you do, but I don't think it would have been the disaster that some people think it well, would have been. You, I know you've had to have read the articles from former Bucks players, former Rutgers players that hated that man and would never play for him again in their life, even if you gave them an extra million dollars to do so. You know what I mean? That, I that mean, guy he, was kind of despised. He is a hard ass. There's no doubt about it. And he never really accomplished anything. And Rutgers, you know, for me, if if you're going to look at at Mario Cristobal's record and golf at that, I mean, look at, you know, he had one pretty good season at Rutgers, and that was about it. You know, that doesn't cut it for me. Rod Chajinski, why is that guy on the freaking list, dude? He had one 4-12 season. I mean, you're talking about lacking of head coaching experience. I mean, there's just so many baffling things about this coach search. So at least they got it right in the end. Could have been Butch, you know, whatever. It would have been great. 10,000 seats, like you were saying, that would have been awesome. But I think that slowly but surely Mark Rick will be able to fill that stadium. You know, like you said before, you got to you gotta tape off – not tape off, but uh, put tarps over the top, you know, and move everybody down and give the appearance that it's a smaller stadium and that it's filled. 
but that's one of the main objectives of everything, whether it's Blake James has bought this administration, is we got to get people in that stadium and supporting this team. So the next time around, we are not the laughing stocks. I mean, this is where this is step one, day one. So thank you so much for having me on tonight, Gary. I appreciate it. No, thanks for calling. Great call. We'll talk to you next time. All right, let's go now to the 706. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. What's up, Gary? How you doing? This is Sebastian. Hey, what's up, Sebastian? You excited? Hey, man, I was kind of, I was, I was very excited. I was kind of bummed I couldn't get on the call yesterday. But I got so much I want to say, Gary, man. I mean, we really knocked it out the ballpark with Mark Rick. I'm going to tell you in a couple of ways. You said you were talking about Mark Rick, that everything you hear about him has been positive. I got no, first Beyond story, positive. Uh, like you wouldn't believe how positive. glowing people talk about him. I mean, I mean, he he just he's just a class act, you know. I know, you know. I'm, I don't want to divulge names because I just respect the family enough. But there was a five star kid that was from Georgia that was really looking at Alabama, and was probably on his way to Alabama until Mark Rick was able to get into the living room and talk to the family. And you know, this person's been you know four year starter, all SEC. I mean, just I mean, that's the kind of individual that we're going to have being able to go into these living rooms right now. You know, Georgia fans, you know, I think what they got tied up in was the saving effect. You know, they didn't – I don't know if they really appreciated what a good program was, being respectable, competing for any SEC, you know, squeaky clean. But, you know, Georgia's loss is Miami's game. Now, here's where I think Mark Rick is going to really, really help us out. If you look at Georgia's website as far as the players that they were targeting and the type of individuals they were going after, you know, Mark Rich still has those connections. And all the, you know, all that negative recruiting that Florida State and Florida and all the SEC schools were doing, we don't have to deal with that this year. And so kids get a chance to come down to Miami and get a chance to get a fresh look at what this place can really, really be like, you know. And – I don't think he has a whole lot to do, even though I don't have, even though I don't have, you know, a realistic expectation. I'm not expecting to win a national championship next year, but we could. You put the right staff together. You got a seasoned veteran quarterback. I think you can do it. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, I think the sky's the limit. I mean, we just got word just now. I'll throw a nugget out there for everybody. Uh, Zach McLeod, the the, the high-quality linebacker from Palm Beach County who had been a Miami commitment and decommitted, uh, he's telling us now that he plans to recommit to Miami when he visits in a couple weeks. And um, I think the sky is the limit for this program. I I think they're going to have a great recruiting class this year. I think you you get a natural burst from a new coach hire. And, and I think there's going to be a lot of excitement in, in the state of Miami right now. And I just think there's an enormous amount to be excited about. Kudos. Congratulations. I mean, seriously to Blake James. I mean, he fired out golden when he needed to fire out golden. He conducted a very good search. He was patient. And I think they got themselves a head coach that was as good as they could want. And you, and you know, the thing about Blake James is his leadership really showed because first of all, he did what, I think he needed to do. He needed to fire our golden. I mean, you, we can't be on national television getting embarrassed, the stadium looking the way it is. I mean, you give that person the opportunity to make the changes that you want and you don't. you got to take some ownership for that. And so, like you said, he was patient. I would have been happy with Butch Davis 
But that's because Mark Rear wasn't available. But I was saying, and I don't know if you remember our conversation we had about a couple of weeks ago, whoever we bring in here has to have championship pedigree. Remember, You remember I talked to you about that? Yep, has I do to remember. Have championship pedigree. And this is what I mean by that. He's won a national championship, even though he's a backup at Miami. He's won a national championship as a coordinator at Florida. He's won the SEC championship at Georgia. He has an opportunity to be in the locker room and sit down and talk to these kids from a championship perspective. You know, when you're doing 110 sprints and you're busting your tail during the summer and you're ready to quit and you think it's really not going to be worth it, you have a coach now that can tell you, I've been to the mountaintop. And if you trust me and if you ride this wave, I can get you there. And so now we have a lot of kids right now that that message is going to really, really resonate. A lot of kids that are going off to Florida and Florida State and Amari Cooper's going off to Alabama and Ridley leaving, going to Alabama and Davica's leaving, all of a sudden, if nothing else, they get a chance to get on campus and hear from a coach who has championship pedigree. I don't know if you remember when I had that conversation with you. You need to have somebody who knows what it's like to go on that ride. Al Golden didn't have that. No, but, you know, he didn't in have fairness, that. Mark Rick has not, I'm not the degree that people wanted to do it to Georgia. That. I mean, let's be fair. I mean, people at Georgia felt like he should have won a lot more championships than he did. So, I mean, you know, you're hoping that this move will reinvigorate him and – you know, going going forward, and 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 will you know kind of propel him to be an even greater success at Miami than he was at Georgia. Here, here's the success for Miami. I've always believed this, and I think Butch was the one that showed us this. The key to Miami's success is to beating that team in Tallahassee, because that team in Tallahassee ain't nothing if they don't get the superstars down here from the tribe. I've been saying that for the longest, and I'm telling you. When Miami can beat Florida State on a regular basis, it changes the whole apparatus in the state of Florida because you don't have all those five stars leaving down south, heading up to Tallahassee. And I'm telling you, he's been at Florida State. He can recruit North Georgia. He he can recruit Georgia. He can recruit uh, North Florida. And I'm telling you, if he could lock down the southeast area, and the way you do that is by beating Florida State. And I'm going to tell you right now, Florida State comes to us next year. They're going to be breaking in a brand-new quarterback. Yeah, they'll have Dalvin Cook, and I know they got some superstars on the defensive end. they got some talent. But I think with a seasoned quarterback, that stadium is going to be rocking next year. Could you, do you, can you imagine what that's going to look like? We're going to be rocking next year. We're going to be ready for them boys because they done beat us the last five years, and all that negative recruiting has just been sinking in and sinking in and sinking in. Just think about what it's going to be like between now and February. We ain't going to have to worry about that. Yep. We're not going to have to. Well, we're not going to have to worry about that. Now, do I think we're going? Well, to we'll see. Every the proof's no. going to have to be in the pudding. Okay. I mean, people are going to have to show up. People are going to have to show up. But let me tell. Let me give you this last example. Then I'll let you go. The week Mark Rick was fired, he just recruited a four-star running back out of Texas. Remember how they had that pipeline growing with Gurley and and Chubbs and. And somebody was talking about Isaiah Crowell and everything. So he's a, he's a proven recruiter. He's a proven recruiter on the offensive side and the defensive side. We didn't have that in the last five years. Like I said, I'm not having unrealistic expectations. I'm not saying 
We're going to win everything next year, but I tell you what, I really think we can compete for the ACC next year. There's no doubt in my mind that we can compete for the ACC next year. There's not a team in the ACC that I look at and be like, ooh, I'm not sure about them, whether it's Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Virginia Tech. I think the ACC is so wide open, and if he can get us there next year, the sky's the limit. The yep. sky's the limit. I agree. The sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. All right, man, you come down. Here's, 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 the last, here's the last thing I wanted, to, I wanted to find out from you is, do you think he's going to coach the bowl game, which I don't believe he's going to do so? I can't imagine. He coach, like that, how can he go coach the bowl game? I mean, it was a great idea of, at the time, but, but now that he took this job, I don't know how he's going to coach the bowl game. So, and I, I don't think he needs to coach the bowl I'll game. Tell you what I I think think, I'll tell you what I think what you think could happen. I think one of those bowl games in um, – in in the in the ACC rotation, might say, "Hey, why don't we match Miami against Georgia?" I think so. I think I think I, I've been saying that all along. I, I I can see it just as clear as day. I can see it being in Jacksonville. I, I don't I, think I, I see Jacksonville because I think they have other things in mind now in Jacksonville. But I could see it being in one of those other ones, like the Belk, or one of those other ones, like in Charlotte or Nashville. One of those games. I hope we don't go to one. I hope we don't go to one of those. I don't think we're gonna make it to the Peach, but we could easily match them. And I'd love to see a matchup between Miami and Georgia because what it can actually end up showing them is, look, you got one team that has a suspect, and we got another team that's got a proven winner. When you get a chance to talk to Blake James, shake his hand, tell him good job, good find, good coach, good for being patient. He'll this will be a legacy pick for him. He'll look back on this saying this is one of the better decisions he's ever made. Yeah, I invite I invited him to come on the show tonight, but my guess is he's kind of busy trying to get trying to get his uh, his, contract. Yeah, well, he's trying to get his paperwork done so he can announce (laughs) so he can announce that the rest of the world's already (laughs) talking about. Uh, uh, Eventually, Miami will get around to making this announcement. I promise. But um, some I guess is Keep me on hold, man. I I I really enjoyed the show. Thanks for doing it again. Keep me on hold. Remember, I talked about championship pedigree. When we win I that know. championship, I'll be right. calling again, man. You got it, man. Hope you call. Keep hope me on hold, call, man. Hope you call before then. Um, maybe okay. as soon as okay. maybe as soon as uh, next Wednesday night when we meet again. Let's go to the nine seven three. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary. What's going on? It's Ross, Jersey. Hey, Ross. How you doing, man? Just right, just writing out some things that I need to ask you, man. And you got me right on when I got to my main one. Next week, you're going to the game, and it's very important, the basketball game. But I think that's going to be a big night for us for the entire university because more than likely we're going to have recruits that night. And yeah, that might probably, be the night. Might, that might, might be, be the right. night. That might be the night that they reduce him again after having a press conference tomorrow. Well, there's- yeah, you are absolutely right. I bet you they introduce him at that game. Yeah, Kane, it's going to be a roar. I could definitely see them parading Mark Rick out there on Tuesday night. No doubt That's about what I'm it. Saying. It's going to be a roar. I mean, the recruits are going to be out. Can I get a request from you? Is it possible? I know you probably want to relax that night and enjoy yourself. But can you and your crew go down and do a couple of interviews with the players, I mean, the prospects? That's in the house. Let's, let's don't put a list up. Just we, we, we're not allowed them. to talk to them when they're on campus. It's NCAA oh, okay. rule. 
but we'll be talking to him. Trust me. You you don't have to. Uh, there's no going to be no shortage of of stories on Kane Sport with us talking to prospects. You already see a bunch of them tonight. I mean, we're already talking to these kids. Okay, um, but I just wanted to put out there that it's it, going to be a, it's going to be a rocking night. Yeah, next year it's, it's going to be rocking and that. Okay, a couple other things. Um, got to ask you a difficult question again. Somebody brought this up, and you kind of I said you poo pooed it. You kind of like skimmed over it and kind of let it go through. I think it's mandatory that he brings an aggressive defense, meaning not sure what they ran at Georgia, but I think we're on a good wave right now. Fans are feeling pretty good about the hire. I think it'll be a little bit bad. You know, we'll feel a little bad about if he brings a 3-4 type of zone type defense. I think we'll be a little disappointed with that because we've been watching that type of play the last five, six years, and we don't like it. We mm. want an aggressive defense. And the way that – and the guys that we're going to bring in, we might as well just bring it all the way through. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little story, and I'm not going to give you names or specifics to protect uh, the individuals, but a member of the search committee texted the a, rel, the, a relative of a current – Miami defensive player in in the last in the last day or so. Once it was obvious that Mark Richt was going to be the head coach, and the text that that person received was, "You you don't have to worry about your son playing in a three four anymore." <laughs> so whoever Mark Richt has in mind to be his defensive coordinator, and I feel fairly strongly that it was part of the vetting process and in the interviews. And and be, because I can't imagine that the University of Miami was going to allow a new coach to come in here and screw up his coaching staff again after the last two hires they made, absolutely, you know, were an abomination. Yeah, I would it, I would think it, the board members were like that was probably priority number one. Had to be in priority number one. Well, one of the things that that, okay. that I heard was that it pretty definitively was stated that whoever this new defensive coordinator is going to end up being, and I know some people are throwing rumors out there that it might be Randy Shannon. Uh, I don't know if that's accurate or not, uh, but uh, whoever I wouldn't, is, I wouldn't be upset with that. I think the fan base would be. I think it would be phenomenal. <laughs> it really and would. And I think you. And I think if you if that's him, whoever it is, it is bring forth. And I think that's him. You bring him out there that. Next um, next Tuesday night, also I guarantee you get a roar too, because everybody would be on that good good wave, and you know, you know, it's just something that we need to do. We don't need no more negatives. We just need positive, we need positive thinking. And, and and while we're talking about this, the reason why we want to bring that type of defense is because we we don't want to lose out to, to these schools anymore. Every time, every weekend, every Saturday or Thursday night. We're going up against guys that should have been with you, offensively and defensively. Now go 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 to um, take a kid like Watson. We're losing Watson to Clemson. We got his teammate Dallas Crawford. No disrespect to him, but come on, let's let's let's, let's think about what we got there. The trade off is terrible. So no more losing, you know, Freeman to Florida State, Cooper to Florida State, Cooper to, to Alabama. No more of that. This guy no. and his crew have to be able to lock this down. We got to at least get 85, if not 90% of the guys. No more screwing up the, 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 the recruitment like Golden did with the kid Kirkland and the running back that went to Arkansas. No more of those screw-ups. No more of those. And one last thing. Now, 
I know you don't know what kind of staff we're bringing in and everything else, but it's mandatory also for the guys who are coming in and the head coach to make sure he keep these guys that don't deserve to go to the NFL, keep them around. Because the excuse next year would probably be because we lost certain guys to the NFL, we can't we can't be that much of a winner next year. Don't want to hear that. Don't be paying you four four million dollars plus on our end and to keep the guys who we deserve to keep around so we get this done. And I and I want to get T Rob. If 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 Auburn is falling apart, get T Rob. I've heard that Auburn I've heard that there's going to be some coaches from Auburn that are going to be looking for new homes here in the next few weeks. So we'll see. Okay. T. Rob, I was going to I was going to ask you the question about you know type of defense, but somebody brought that up because I was curious if him and this guy Pruitt was having problems. Was he upset about what Pruitt? And I, it made me think right away. I need to ask Gary. I was curious what kind of defense was Pruitt running. So I was really, I was really really concerned about that, but. You know, the little the little nuggets you just gave me kind of eased my mind. Yeah, it's not going to be Pruitt. But, Pruitt will not be here. You could pretty much – Well, we know that. that. We yeah. knew that. But I was just saying, because they was arguing, I want to know what they was arguing about. Were they arguing about a 3-4 or were they arguing about a 4-3? What was the, I don't you know, think what they were the arguing about any of that. I just think there were some philosophical differences and things like that. I think Pruitt um, came into Georgia and, and, and maybe was trying to make it a little too much about himself, like a lot of these okay. coaches do. My, and my, a lot of coaches my, do that. You know, we saw it here at Miami with Mark Whipple. You know, Mark Whipple, his first year wasn't bad. His second year, he tried to make it all about himself, and he was terrible. You know, and a well, lot of you can't have that. Get, you know, they 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 cute themselves out of jobs. All right, man. Let me let some other people get on. Thanks for being part of the show. Hey, one last thing. If Quick. he keeps um, if he keeps Coley, he should keep him as like also one of the Cole national recruiters. One of the people I can bring another guy in. But Cooley needs to be one of the co quarterback coach and one of the co national recruiters because I do really think he could recruit. I, I think agree. He totally underutilized by Al okay. Golden. He had yeah. a weapon. He had a weapon in James Coley, and he left it in the holes. Yeah, uh, you know, and 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 my little one last one. My only little concern here, and I said it last night to you. My only little concern about him because I called him boring, but what I mean by that is, I mean, I I, I enjoy watching the Kellys and the. The, the, all these other guys, when a player messes up offsides, mentors, when they're getting off the field, someone needs to address them. Yep. And, and right. too, my, much acceptance too much acceptance of those penalties, no doubt oh, about it. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, I mean, guys will just walk off and go to their position coach and go in and say nothing. So, yep. you know, right, here's man. a joke. Those days Either are gone, man. There's a new man in town. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. There is a new man right, in man. town. I expect a lot of that. You got it, man. Thank you for being part of the show. Let's go to the 305 now. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary, I have a question. How are you doing? Doing good. Who's this? This is uh, Cino 305. All right, Cino, what you got? Go. Um, okay, so when a couple, couple of things. First of all, great job with your show. Um, you know, you really give us all the information that we listen for. So great job with that, man. Uh, you're putting in a lot of work 24-7. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. All right. So the first question is, when uh, would uh, Rick announce his uh, his other coaches? So I would think soon. 
you know, I, he's got to come down tomorrow. He's got to get acquainted with people and, and that kind of thing. But I guarantee you he's sitting in his living room right now in Athens, Georgia, and he's got his legal pad right there next to him, and he's got a cell phone. And I guarantee you he's working on that right now. There is no doubt in my mind uh, because they can recruit. And what's today? Today's Wednesday. I mean, they, they can go out this weekend. I mean, they can they they can hit the ground running. So my bet is he's going to try to get some coaches in place very very quickly here uh, over the next couple of days, and then they're gonna they're gonna hit the ground running. Excellent, excellent. And then um, I think the second question was um, okay. So they can start recruiting right away. Are they? Um, yeah, I guess uh, that's pretty much it. I don't think I had another question. <laughs> I right, actually man. wasn't expecting to come on the show. I didn't think I was going to. It's all good. Uh, well, you hit the number one on your keypad, so, you know, that that makes you hot. Give us a call again. Good, good, good hearing you again, and thanks for being part of the show. Let's go to the 985. You're on Kane Sport Live. Live, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Swagger? Welcome back. How you doing this evening? Doing okay, man. Great job over the past couple of days. Keeping track of all this back and forth. Thank you, man. I'll tell you, you know what the hardest part about covering this search was? Dealing with some of these knuckleheads that we got on our on our website. And I love every one of them. You know, I love all our subscribers, and we work our butts off for all you guys. But let me tell you something. Some of these guys need to check themselves at the door a little bit because their behavior in the last 48 hours or so to me was just uh, totally unacceptable. But anyway, I got that off my chest. What you got for us tonight? Well, first of all, you can DJ one of my parties anytime, <laughs> and I mean that. Oh, the song is uh, awesome. Play it again at the end of the show. That was, that's a great song, man. I, I was so happy when I found that. Yeah, that, that was that was great, man. Uh, sitting here looking through Rivals uh, and uh, checking out the, uh, the Georgia site and just seeing some of the uh, the, the initial reaction, um, I think it's obvious here that Miami has uh, has hit a home run. Um, looking through, I see another name that nobody's mentioned tonight, Mr. Uh, Elijah Holyfield, who I think at one time, Gary, you had him kind of sneaking around Miami at one point, mm-hmm. maybe checking it out. He's a he's a Georgia commit right now. There's going to be a whole bunch of them that are going to be visiting Miami, I guarantee you. Because it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a natural for Miami to to approach those kids. Say hey, well you know, come on down for a visit and see what you think. You know, nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, the, it, kudos to, to to Blake James and the search committee and these guys getting this done. Um, you know, Mark Rick is obviously a home run for the University of Miami. Uh, it's a shot in the arm. I mean, you know, you know, I was a big uh, Butch Davis guy, but if it's not Butch Davis, then this is this is definitely, uh, you know, a, a side step, not a step down. Um, you know, it'll add it'll add a shot uh, a shot in the arm to the program from the recruiting standpoint, from uh, from just just the whole thing. I mean, I think the community in South Florida has just been starved for so long to finally see somebody come in that's proven, that's like like another caller said that can talk to the kids from from a championship perspective and position. And it's just real exciting. I can't wait till spring ball. I cannot wait till spring ball. Looking forward to it. And uh, I think I think Brad Kaya uh, has an ally, to, uh, you know, tonight. Um, just going through the board. I mean, some of the, some of the guys earlier were talking about coaches that like to see talk to, and 
I want to preface this by saying Mark Rick can bring in anybody that he wants, but I'd love to take uh, to to let him take a look at maybe go and talk to either Jim Levitt or Ed Ogeron. Uh, T. Rob would be a nice addition if they're having problems at Auburn. Um, just that's just a couple of names that that I kind of kind of thought about. Maybe you know, it might be on kind of a list. Yeah, we um, we could probably put together the staff for him tonight if we wanted to. Hey, hey, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all about it. No, I just just really just real excited uh, tonight. Um, you know, to have to have a guy like that uh, of this caliber coming in. You think that you think the Music City Bowl would match up with Miami Georgia? I think somebody's going to want to. Why not? You know, you've got these nondescript bowl games out there that are that are you know by that aren't for any stakes. You know, they're ceremonial games. Why, why not add some intrigue and drama? Put Miami and Georgia together in the bowl game. Have Mark Rick there, kind of like watching both teams. He'll get to see his former players take on his future players, and ESPN can go nuts with it. You have them up in the booth and stuff. I mean, you can make a fun little thing out of it and, and generate a lot of interest, um, both for Georgia fans and Miami fans. And I hope they do it because otherwise, these those those bowl games sometimes can be a little torturous. I mean that. That game last year in Shreveport, Louisiana, oh, my goodness. So, I was um, there. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, it really actually wasn't a bad game. But, but you know, I just I just hope I hope they think of doing something like that. I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think that would be a great idea. One of the, one of the fun parts about this whole stumble over some not, – not all of them, but some of them kind of stumble over what you say uh, about this hire. That was kind of one of the fun parts of, uh, of what was going on uh, today. But um, nah, Gary, I just I just wanted to come on and say it's it's a great day to be a Miami Hurricane fan, and uh, you know appreciate all your work and uh, let's get it going. I can't wait till 2016. You got it, man. Exciting times. Thanks for being part of the show. Let's go to the two four zero now. You're live on Kane Sport Live. What's going on, Gary? Doing good. Who's this? This is D Black. Oh, I should have recognized your voice already. Well, they, they've been they, they've been waiting for you every every you know with bated breath. When would D Black come up in the queue? So now that you're here, what you got for us? What do you think? You like the hire? Yeah, I, I'm I'm pleased. I'm pleased with the hire. Like I said, like I said last night, you know I'm a butcher guy, but you know I respect Mark Rip. You know I respect his pedigree, and also he's a Miami guy. Like I said last night. He's a Miami guy. He coached in Florida. He plays for us, so he knows the tradition. So, in a way, we did get a Miami guy. Everybody wanted a Miami guy. We got a Miami guy because he not only coached, you know, in the state of Florida, but he plays for the University of Miami. So he knows the backdrop. He knows the prestige and and, and the legacy of the University of Miami because he was, you know, he was in the trenches. Um. I don't know if it's been mentioned tonight. Did they did they tell Mark Witt, Mark Witt when they're gonna break ground to build his indoor practice facility? <laughs> my guess, my guess is they haven't gotten into that too much yet. <laughs> okay, because you know, coming from Georgia, they they had all of that, you know. So oh you know, yeah, pretty, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm sure so, they you know, actually <laughs> probably did discuss it, but it, it's yeah. on the radar screen. It's definitely something they want to do. They're not gonna have to okay. have a gun to their head on it. I'm pretty sure. I'm definitely. I'm definitely sure of that. You know. I mean. I mean. He's a great hire. You know what I'm saying. And I know, like Mark Whip is the kind of. He's the kind of coach that I would love my sons to play for. You know, because my sons they. You know they choke the mail. They play running back and 
You know, Mark Rick is known for getting good backs and giving them the ball, you know. So any running back out there, three, four-star, five-star, they need to come think about coming on down to Miami, you know. And, and I know he's going to recruit, you know, top-of-the-line offensive linemen. You know, you get the offensive line right, no matter who you got back there. If they if they open up whole sizes of trucks, you know, make it a lot easier for our backs. But I'm I'm definitely, you know, I'm on board with the hire. I'm, I'm excited, like a couple of other callers said, just to see the new direction of the program. You know, it's, it's like almost, it's like new life. It's giving birth. You know what I mean? When you get that, you have that newborn child, you know, you have so many aspirations, so many dreams and hopes that you have for this child so you get to mold it and shape it. And, and that's what he's going to do, but the cover is not bare. So he has talent to work with, and that's, and that's, that's awesome. I um, just want to see what his staff is going to be like. You know, I just want to see what the staff would be like. I'm going to piggyback off of, I'm pretty sure, all the callers tonight. You know, get some get some alpha males up in here, like you said last night, Gary, or some outlaws, someone that can look a, child, look, look a young man in his face and tell him, you know, shut the hell up. You blew your assignment. Now go sit down and think about it. You know, not one of them coaches, you know, they come on the sideline, they don't say nothing to them and let them go out and make the same mistake. No. Um Offensively, I'm not really worried because Mark Rick has proven he's a proven, proven offense uh, that he can call an offense. He did that at Florida State. He did it for a short time in Georgia before he released, you know, relinquished the reins to Schottenheimer. I don't know why he did that, but anyway, I'm just happy, man. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to see what's gonna happen in recruiting. I'm glad to hear that uh, McLeod is thinking about recommitting because he's an early entry and he's a linebacker. That, that's a definitely a position of need, so I'm, I'm glad about that. Now I want to see us get some get some of them big nasties on the on uh, both sides of the ball, the O line and D line, and um and if and if uh, T Rob can come, whatever going to Auburn, I don't know, but you know if that can if that can happen. I mean, hey, it's all for it, man. Why not have a power stab? Why not Why not stack the deck, Gary? You know what I'm saying? Why not stack the deck? And I'll pay for one. Yeah, why not get get, get some alpha males in here that can coach and recruit and, and right. go to work. Oh, one more comment, one more thing. Now, you know, I'm since I coach, I'm 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 kinda of connected with a lot of the football and the D M V, you know, so I know a lot of coaches and, and everything. And it was a comment that you made tonight when you said with this hire puts the national cotton put the national basically put Miami on the radar of everybody nationally. Oh, there's no doubt. So when the hire was made and I was with a bunch of coaches this evening and when the when the hire was made, they said college football better watch out. They said they they, they said they better watch out now. So that's just piggybacking off what you said. Deep and, line, and that, there's no doubt when you put a good coach and a good coaching staff at the University of Miami, it's been proven over three decades. Yes, Miami wins. Miami wins. There's, there, you know, it, it, there's no doubt about it. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, I mean, take it back from Howard, Jimmy, Dennis, Butch. It's been proven. You know what I'm saying? It's been proven. Now you got Mark Rip, who's proven to be a proven uh, recruiter and get talent in there. I mean, so – just imagine what he's gonna do now in South Florida. It's it's gonna be something to be unfair, you know. It's gonna be unfair. So everybody in the ACC not just need to take notice and take heed that you know the, the sleeping giant 
is about to awaken. Or the sleeping bear, however you want to put it, whatever, however you want to use it, is about to be awakened. But like you said, Gary, you gotta show first, you know. You know, you gotta you gotta you gotta do it. And we need to support the children. If I lived in South Florida like I used to, I'll be at every home game, but I'm not. So I can't. So I'm gonna try to get to the game when they come up here, you know what I'm saying, to play Virginia. Um uh, this year, I'm going to try to get that game when they play Virginia up here. I'm going to try to uh, drive down and uh, make that game and show my support for my, my beloved program. But um, I'm I'm cool with it. I, I'm cool with it. Of course, I'm a Butch guy, but I, I'm a Miami guy first. I'm a Miami guy first. So it's good for the program, you know, and I'm just piggybacking up all the uh, previous callers that had the same sentiments that they're on board. I'm on board as well. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not a tone quote. I'm not gonna sit here and say, you know, Donald Butch say he's only gonna he's only gonna be here for a short short time span. Nah. Butch just didn't get the job. Not that he wasn't capable and he wasn't capable of bringing this back right away. You know, administration just felt otherwise. I mean they just felt different. So it's cool. I mean, you know, some people like some people say some people like Apple, some people like oranges. I mean, you know, it's all good. I mean they're both good for you. So either one would have been good for us. They just chose the apple. In this in this situation, which is fine, you know. Now Mark Rick, get your staff, come down here, you know, shake some hands, kiss some babies, and let's get to work. <laughs> um. So on that note, Gary, like I said, I'm pleased with the work you do, getting us all this information. Now, if you could just pile some of these recruits, uh, mostly some of the Georgia recruits, and see what they think about Mark Rick coming to Miami, would yeah. be greatly appreciated. And no, I'll we are. Just your- just keep an eye on the on the front page of the site. We're we're pounding it. I'm sitting Definitely. here doing Give the show. I got we got you know Matt's working the phones like a maniac. We're we're trying to get a hold of right. every kid we can. So. Shout out to Kane Kane. Shout out to Kane Kane. He just texted me and said, "Don't go, don't get soft on Gary now." I told him, "Now nah, I'm not getting soft. I'm just I'm being a, I'm being a realist." I'm a Come on, man. Guy. I I deserve a break for a couple of days, man. This has been six oh, weeks oh. of hell, man. And I, I I came through for you guys big time. I, I deserve oh, yeah, a little. I, I deserve a break. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you did you 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 came through big time you you look you ca- you cashed in you 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 cashed oh, in that man. yeah so yeah Gary keep keep me on keep me on hold yeah I gotta get at least a six month honeymoon out of this one man right 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 so keep me on hold and um and I and I check in with you on uh, next Wednesday yeah next Wednesday night all right D Black good talking to you thanks for being part of the show as always let's go now to the six seven eight you're now live on Kane Sport Live. Gary, how you doing? I'm good. Who's this? 23 Daddy Kane, Gary. You're right. I was listening. <laughs> All right. I knew you would be. What, what, you, what's the pulse, man? Have you spoken to Chris tonight? Oh, yeah, of course, dude. I've been talking to him all afternoon. and I mean, what's that's the pulse he just of the team? What do the players think of this? They love it. I mean, yeah. I myself didn't know that he was a Miami guy, but I think I know you hit on it. Some of your callers hit on it. And if you look at the trend in football, college football now, you have those alumni coming back to coach at their alma mater. So that was real great, too. So, I mean, everybody's excited. I mean, you're getting it. And what you're seeing now, and I hit on it last night as far as quarterbacks go, and uh, just like the uh, coach that left Florida last year that's at Auburn now that's about to get kicked out, when they go, they're going to bring recruits. And when they bring recruits, that's only going to make – competition and practice that much better. I mean, so it's it's a lovely thing. It's a great hire. And, you know, I'm excited about it. I hope all your listeners are. I love it. Yes, sir. So um so so Chris said the players are are are, are jacked up about it, huh? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely are, man. They're excited about it. And, I mean, Miami, one of the things they're known for is being running back you. I mean, he has his pulse on quarterbacks, running backs. You know, I hit on it last night that when you got certain offensive players, I mean, one is going to draw another, which is going to draw another, which is going to draw another, and then you're going to start having defensive players that's going to follow that trend. I mean, and uh, one of your callers earlier hit on it. We already have a good stable of quarterbacks, but now you add these two that's coming in now. I still believe uh, Jack Allison will still come, but having them go at it in practice is only going to make them better. You know, those, yeah, what's going to be interesting Allison, to see is if, is, is if Jacob Easton switches to Miami. That, yeah, that's going to be, I, I, that's gonna be very interesting because that, that might impact Jack Allison, which would be a shame yeah. for Jack. I mean, he's been committed to Miami for so long and he wants to come to Miami. And maybe they maybe he still comes, you know. Maybe they, maybe they take and the quarterback. But I hope so because, I mean, that, that would – I mean, nowadays you, you can't be afraid of competition. I mean, a lot of these kids, I mean, they're coming out of high school, and uh, people hit on it before. They all was the man when they was in high school. At their high yep. school, wherever they was, they all was the man. But you cannot be afraid to compete. And you'll find out with with uh, with this switch, with this hire, you'll find out the kids that want to compete, the kids that don't. And you talked about a couple kids now, McLeod. I, I love the Devin Bush Jr., um, you know, what you put on your webpage about his dad speaking to his, his dad, that's a coach. Now these kids are going to reevaluate their commitment. And, and this is a great time to hire because February 5th is coming up. So now you've got the kids that we already had that was committed. And now you're going to have, you only have so many scholarships. So it's going to be a weeding out process, you know, that's going to take place. And uh, I spoke on it before. I still love the 2015 kids. They hadn't even hit the field yet. Yep. So whereas, and now mind you, we, we're still talking about an eight and fourteen. It ain't like we are garbage. And one of the callers hit on it earlier. We're not garbage by far. We, we're eight and fourteen, you know, and that's with the bowl game coming. So you need a couple pieces here, a couple pieces there, and we're right in it. So I mean, I love the hire. I'm excited. I do now. I do know Mark Rick runs. Well, his Georgia ran a four three defense. And, you know, I think we have the personnel that can knock that 4-3 defense out of the box. I, I really do. So I'm excited about that. One thing I do know, and I know it affected the kids, too. I mean, I just – well, I'll just speak for me. You you can't always substitute a kid out of a game when they make a play. I mean, a kid make a big play, they come straight out of the game. I mean, you you got to ride it. And that's on offense and defense. So I do believe you won't be seeing any of that anymore. Um, on the offense or defensive side. And I think it's going to be a, a more competitive, a more fundamentally sound football team. Whereas, hey, what? you're going to fight for this position, you're going to get this position, this is your position. So, What's the reaction up in the, in the state of Georgia? Well, you know, first of all, everybody's up here still upset that they fired Mark Rick, except for the big money alum that – I don't know if it was probably like a less mile thing. It was flirting out there, it was floating out there, and this, that, and the other. But a lot of people, a lot of people upset about it. You yeah, know, well, so they're, they're probably they sitting there looking at, geez, you know, we we fired this guy. He's so terrible. It took Miami, you know, three days to lock him up. And, 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 and now look, you know, now look what's going on. And, and you know, Kirby, 
Kirby's uh, smart's a good coach, but I mean he's never been a head coach before. So now they're up exactly. there gambling. You know, they're rolling the dice on him. <laughs> because they don't know <laughs> what they're going to get. They they let go of someone proven to get yeah, and Kirby Smart went to UGA. He, he's a defensive back, and that's why I said the trend now in college is to bring back those alum that play, but you don't know what you're getting as a head coach. And I'm so, so glad Miami pulled this trigger on Mark Rick because he's proven. He's been in the game. He, You know, it, it's just a great hire. And I'm, I'm glad the president, you know, you guys talked about it before. We hit on it last night. They didn't want to spend money for this, and I'm glad they just stepped up and made this hire. I mean, it's, it's great. And, and then people know, I mean, I will state that. The program is not far from getting back to those, you know, days of old. You're not far. We're not far at all. We got a proven quarterback, and uh, yeah, they they're gonna be a little bit concerned about it now. That's why everybody's gonna hate on it. They they really gonna be concerned about it, and they should be. I mean, I'm excited, dude. I can't wait to the freaking spring game. I really can't. Because yeah, you, you, it goes back to what I say. What. You got two more years of this ahead of you, so that's great. Oh man, this this is going to be great, dude. And like we were talking about before, we still got to put asses in the seats. But I, I can't wait until the spring. I can't wait until the first game of next year. I, I'm, I'm, I am amped. I am <laughs> amped. Oh, and one more thing about last night. I was in no way saying that Georgia was better than Florida. I know the callers count. Oh, yeah, they went in on me about. You <clears> no, that's not what I was saying. What I was saying was that you can't always just think that the Florida kids are the best ever, and you still got to give props to those hybrids that come in from other places. And that's what I was saying. You got to give you give credit to the kids that come in that help build the Miami program, and that all, all kids in Miami are not just the baddest thing walking. That's what I was saying. So that was cool, man. I love it, though, man. But I'm excited, man. And, again, you got to see who he – his, his his staff. You got to see who bring in. Check out Texas Tech last night. They let four of their coaches go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's going to be a, a yeah, it's going to be a whirlwind of coaches being let go and this and that and oh, it's it's going to be great. It is going to be great. So all right, well, I still uh, hope you bring in Cristobal or you know, I, I I still want them to bring in a mega staff, but you know, we'll see. See, hopefully, we'll start learning more about it in the next couple of days. So anyway, yeah, thanks definitely. as always for being part of the show, and uh, give us a call All next right. Wednesday. No problem. Put me back on hold. All right. Thanks, Mr. Herndon. Great right, talking to you again. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. All right. Let's go out now to the 305. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Yes, Gary, can you hear me? You. Let's go. Let's do this. Hey, Gary, this is David, this is David from the 305, XSC 424. What's, what's up, David? Talk to us. Yeah, Gary, you know, I heard another caller mention this earlier, but I really cannot commend you enough, Gary. You, you really, this time around, you stuck to your word. You were true to your word. You didn't fold when the pressure was on. You reported what you reported. And, you know, so as you know how the board goes, you know, we, we were riding a roller coaster, you know, sometimes, you know, minute by minute, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. But at the same time, you were steady. And I think that a lot of us really need to give you, you know, appreciation for doing that, number one. Well, you know, I had a lot of great sources along the way the last six weeks. Um, 
you know, uh, you, you can't do it without reliable sources, and 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 really, every single one of them came through big time this time. And uh, but I'll be honest with you guys, uh, you know, and I, man, I don't know why I'm such a target all the time, but I didn't do anything differently this time than I did the last time. The only difference was yeah. that that this time the deal didn't fall apart at the end, and last right, time right. it did, and then the last time it did, and and you know. Uh, there were some anxious moments today with, with this Mark Rick thing. I mean, I, yeah. I'm expecting it to get done in the morning, and it wasn't getting done. And and I, I was starting to wonder for a while there in the middle of the afternoon, man, tell me this thing's not going to fall apart again. I mean, I just can't believe these damn coaching searches at Miami. I mean, you know, it's not supposed to be like this, you know. But uh, fortunately, they, they had some hurdles they had to overcome this afternoon. They got them done, and, and everything um, – Everything that we've been reporting for the last several days on Mark Rick ended up being very accurate and true, and um, really we're very lucky the entire six weeks, every every step of the way with you know Charlie Strong's flirtations and everything else that uh, we had very good sources to rely on, and um, the best of sources you don't usually know who they are. They they usually live in, an, in they're usually anonymous, which is you know the way they should be and and the, and the way it's supposed to be, um, but you know they're not on Twitter saying, hey, look at me, rah, 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 I'm the king, and all this other stuff. But, uh, you know, they really came through. I'm sure some of them are listening tonight and uh, can't thank those people enough. Yeah, another thing I want to say is, you know, I'm also glad that for the most part tonight, I mean, I think for for all of it, you know, there's been a lot of positivity, excitement, elation with this hire. You know, I know last night there were a lot of doubts, you know, about Rick's, you know, record and, and some of the things about his character, personality being too nice and everything. But, you know, I wrote a post earlier this morning saying, you know, thank God, you know, Kane's Fort wasn't around back when, J- you know, Jimmy Johnson first got hired and wasn't around when Dennis got hired and wasn't around when Butch first got hired and stuff because the, the board would be imploding by now. But so I'm, I'm also thankful that tonight we've been really positive and we've been really excited about this hire. I, for one, am very excited. And, you know, I, I just – I know for a fact we're going to be relevant – well, we are relevant again right now. We are nationally, locally, and, and in college football relevant. And, you know, we all know that college football is much better when you have, you know, a Miami team that's relevant nationally. So, um, you know, I can't wait. Empire, I always write, you know, Empire Strikes Back, and I think this is now. Uh, and we don't have to wait anymore. So um, another thing I want to say is I want to commend – you know, Blake and the search committee, you know, I know a lot of us were very frustrated about the last you know, six weeks and, you know, we, we didn't make hires, you know, as quickly as, you know, Virginia tech or, you know, as quickly as some other schools and stuff, but in the end it all worked out. And I really have to commend, you know, Blake James and, and the search committee for doing that and waiting patiently and everything and how everything unfolded. So, yeah, they did a great job. No oh. doubt about it. Yep. And then the last thing I wanted to mention is, you know, uh, you know, uh, Rocky Mountain Kane was was spitting out some some stats and everything like that. I don't have any stats to spit out, but there are some intangibles about Mark Rick, right? Like you said, everybody says this guy is a great man. This is the guy that you want your son to play for. You know, this everybody. Is, you know, all the yeah, Zach. Every single person. There's not one single person that has anything bad to say about him. And. You know, another thing is, you know, you, you hear coaches in Georgia talk about, I, I think I read an article about a coach who said he would answer, you know, his text messages sometimes within five minutes, ten minutes after he texted him or called him, he would call them back. 
You know, so he is a guy that, like I said, I want my kid to, you know, when he sits down in the living room and talks to you about, you know, what he can do for your son and mold him as a man, a young man, he is the type of coach or father figure that I want my son to go play for. And and I'm not only talking about, you know, kids down here in South Florida, which, you know, obviously we, we have to lock down this area, but, you know, he has those connections of North Carolina. He has the Texas connections. He has the Georgia connection, which, you know, we all know, you know, how good the talent is, you know, it, just in the Southeast itself. So, you know, and then another thing I want to mention is, you know, as much as he's he's known for the quarterbacks, he's also known for the running backs. But I'll tell you something. I follow Georgia football because I went to Georgia Tech, and, and I'm a big Kane fan because I'm, you know, from Miami, is that UGA team, they always had some nasty people on the trenches. And that's what we need to get back to, and a nasty offensive line, and a nasty defensive line, and that's what Miami is known for. And if we can get the, that back, the swagger and the nastiness back with, you know, the staff that he hires, then we are definitely going to scare a lot of people. And that's all I have to say. You can put me on hold, but, that, you know, that's what I wanted to say. So. You got it, man. Hey, thank you for being part of the show. And uh, I thought one of the greatest points that that caller just made was – how this hire tonight seems to just be uniting all the Canes fans again. And there's just a state of calm. You know, if you look at the message boards and, and, and listen to the callers tonight, I, I, I think uh, everybody is just really, you know, jacked up and ready for a fresh start and, and ready to, no matter who they wanted to be the head coach, whether it was Butch Davis or, or Greg Schiano or Mario Cristobal or whoever they wanted. I think everybody now is rallied around Mark Richt and uh, very, very excited. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right, let's go to the 205 where you're now live oh, on Kane Sport Live. What's oh, up, Mr. Slaughter, oh. sir? How are you this evening? What's up, baby? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling real good, guys. You're you feeling doing? real good, aren't you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um... A couple of quick things, man. Um, one of my, my my little brother's best friend, Mark Beard, played on the Georgia team for three years. His last year was last. Um, his last season was last year, and I called him up um, and talked to him about Coach Rick, and he said that Coach always made his um, his players feel welcome. Wait, this he is what, was what's his name? Mark Beard. He played offensive line, played left tackle. And when Georgia. he graduated, he just graduated. Yeah, he just graduated. And 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 this is a friend of yours, or? Yes, yes. This is my um my he, I actually just talked to him. That's my why don't you my, my hey, hey Slaughter, do me a favor, do me a quick favor, uh-huh. okay? I'm gonna put you back on hold. Do you uh-huh. have three way? You have you have two way calling where you can get him on the line? Uh huh. Yeah, three way. Uh, I call him right now. Call him right now. Get him on the line. I'm gonna go to another caller and I'll come right back to you because I would love to to to, to get his. His, let, let him talk to us a little bit about Mark Rick. What's his name again? Mark Beard. Mark Beard. All right, yeah. you go ahead and try, try to get him on the phone, and, and I'll be back to you in a couple minutes. Okay, I'm going to call him right now. You got it. All right, let's go to the uh, the 305. You're now live on Cane Sport Live. What's happening, Gary? Doing good. Who's this? This is uh, Honeysuckle1024. Hey, what's up, Honeysuckle? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, 
Did you, man, did you finally get around? With, 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 with a login name like that, man, <laughs> you you got to get ready to bring it right now. Oh, <laughs> we my God. Hear well, <laughs> did, 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 my first question is, did you, did you finally get around to approving Susan's Cane Sport membership today? Oh, we'll get we'll, we'll get her back on. I didn't. I have no beef with Susan at all. It's 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 really you know one of her coworkers that makes a sport out of coming on our website and and and, and stealing all of the stuff that we have on the site. Um, I I I knew I I knew I, I knew I had to get those people off the site because you know we were breaking so much news and and if we wanted it to be reserved for you guys who we care about you know the most the, you know the people that are with us every day and and subscribe to us and allow us to do what we do that I had to get all these other people off the I had to get them off the message board because they just they they just take, grab things off the site and, and consider it you know everybody's business and start posting it on Twitter and everything else so I wanted you guys you know we're sitting there working our butts off you know 18 hours a day to get you every nugget and I I wanted you guys to have the, the benefit of that and but there yeah there's no beefs with anybody we don't have any problems with anybody. Well, that's great. Well, that's a, that's definitely a testament to you. And you know, if they're not sweating you, then you you're not doing your job right. You know. Well, my you know, the, I will say this: five minutes after after we after I hit the button and did that, I started getting phone calls. So that tells you how much they're you know they're they're refreshing the message boards and stuff. But and I don't blame them. You know, I mean, be, be, between what we do and and all the great subscribers we have and 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 what everybody brings, I mean. Listen, it's a tribute to all of you guys, you know, what we've been able to build up here over 15 years. And, uh, you know, that, that War Room message board's the place to be, if, you know, if you want to be on the pulse of what's going on at Miami. So, um, and, that, and that's because of you guys, you know, as much as what we do. So it's all great. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, I think college football's biggest nightmare just came to fruition this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the ties that Rick has to SEC country, uh, can you imagine him going and recruiting some of us, some some big old country boys on the on the O line and D line, and then coming back and pairing them with our skill guys in Florida? Um, I, I think it's safe to say that we're going to be in the uh, in the conversation mix going forward uh, for quite some time. I, I think D Black said it uh, best. He used a word, and the word was unfair. And I I really think at the end of the day, in a couple years, it, it's going to be unfair when when Mark Rick get, really gets his hands into this team. And uh, you know, with his staff, and, and really starts going out and, and, and recruiting. Uh, I think I really do think it's going to be unfair at the end of the day. You know. Well, you know, the the, the thing is, the, being from the U, the state of Florida, it already carries a lot of weight. Certainly in the southern part of the state, uh, Miami now, you know, I'm sure is going to be looked at in a whole different vein, and and the U carries a lot of significance. But what you've got here now is you've got a guy that's got relationships with every football coach in the state of Georgia. They've been coming to the University of Georgia camps. Their kids have been being recruited by Mark Richt and his staff for the last 15 years. And they they know him and they trust him. And that's going to put Miami in the mix for a lot of kids in the state of Georgia in the coming years. And being able to use that as a supplement to what you get in the state of Florida and, and you know, land three, four, five kids from Georgia every year, uh, I think it's going to be phenomenal. I really do. I, I do. I think so as well. Um, I, I think, unfortunately, you know, the way we finished at 8-4, and four, uh, I, I think it's been washed over with us looking for a new coach. And I, I think it's unfortunate considering how we, you know, finished last year with a losing season and, and people, you know, taking, you know, shots at us. You know, and you know the work that was done with Scott after Golden was fired, and us actually finishing eight and four. I mean, I mean, it, it is so much sweeter. 
you know, with, with the fact that we got a new coach, which everybody wanted, and the fact that we finished with, you know, at eight and four, I, I mean, it's 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 the epitome of of the of the best, in my opinion, the best possible scenario that we could be looking at at this point in time. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just got somebody was just nailing my text, so I had I, I faded out on you for one second. What was saying? No, again? it's fine. I'm just, no, the point I'm saying is that I, I, the, how much sweeter is this higher with us finishing eight and four than six and six, for example, which a lot of oh, people thought it, we were going to finish. It's huge because you feel it's good about the team. You know, yeah. and the kids the kids feel good about themselves going to the bowl game, and uh, so I yeah I, I think I think right now there's a like I just said a few minutes ago there's a state of calm amongst the fan base that we haven't seen in a long time. I I, I, I do agree with that. Um, you know, I I personally think we're we're you know a D line and a few linebackers next year from being a one a ten win team in my opinion. Um, I think you know immediately we got to think about Kendrick Norton and McIntosh. You know, the freshmen. Uh, you know, the two guys that were heralded this year. Oh, they didn't play that much. You know, there there's a lot of talk about them. Um, uh, you know, you got to think about Shaquille Quarterman coming in and, and starting at you know as as your uh, as your Mike linebacker next year because we need somebody and, and that guy you know he's big enough to you know to do that and I think he's good enough to actually start as a freshman um, and I think they're gonna have no choice but to start him actually uh, unless somebody else comes out of the mix that we don't know about uh, you know then when you factor in Darian Owens and and, and Marquis Gayot for example coming back I mean we we played with our hands tied behind our back with the injuries that we had this year and it finished eight and four I mean I mean it's it's significant that we get these all these players back next year plus a new coach. Um, I, 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 there's no reason why we can't win 10 games next year. Well, you know, let's see how the team comes together. You know, I think it's too early to start making those kind of predictions. Got to see who they recruit. Got to see how they put it all together. And there'll be a lot of interest, no doubt, in spring practice this year. And then go from there. Not a problem. Last point, because I know you want to get back to uh, uh, that guy. Um, you know, I, I know Blake James and the, and the board of trustees. I know they stepped out and they and they they, they pulled their pockets out and they, and they spent some some decent coin for this coach. I I hope it wasn't for the sake of them, you know, kind of showing the fan base that they're willing to do so. I really hope that at the end of the day, that in their gut, that they were just pissed off, that they were pissed off and sick and tired of the bullshit and the disrespect that was being thrown our way uh, from from teams that we were playing against. Uh, you know, I think Dabo Sweeney got a little loose with his lips, you know, after the game, talking, you know, stuff about our, our stadium. I, I, I really think at the end of the day that they, they really are just sick and tired of what's been going on, that they really, from their gut, want to want to get back to being a powerhouse, and, and, and not because they're trying to just simply appease the fan base, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh, with that, have a good night, and uh, hopefully uh, we will have uh, another good Kane sport the next week, brother. You got it, man. Next Wednesday night. Uh, everybody listening, remember, night. next week our show will be on Wednesday night because Tuesday night the Canes are playing the Gators in basketball, and I know I'm going to be there for that. All right, let's go back to Slaughter, and hopefully uh, he's got Mr. Mark Beard on the phone with him. You with What's us, up, Slaughter? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You with us? Mark right here. You with us, Mark? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing? Right. Hey, man, welcome to Cane Sport Live. The, the the hottest college football show on the internet. Um, we're we're so happy to have you. And um, Slaughter was telling us that, that you just finished playing up at Georgia and and played for Mark Richt. And talk to us a little bit about Coach Richt and and what he was like to play for as a player. Uh, Coach Richt was a good guy to play for. I mean, he um, he definitely put the Bible first in everything we do at a Georgia. Uh, uh, real, real by the book type of guy. You know, he let his coordinators uh, do a lot of coaching, but he does step in when it, uh, when the time is right. 
So um, would you describe him as a player's coach? Uh, 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 to a certain extent, especially on the big games. He became he, – as my time went on at Georgia, he, he became more of a player's coach with, like, uh, with certain the things he did. But when I first got there, I, I really didn't feel like it. But as the time went on, he became more of a player's coach. So what um, what was the feeling of the players when he wasn't retained by Georgia? I know there's been a lot of a lot of back and forth up there. A lot of the fans aren't real happy about it, and you saw how quickly Miami swooped in and, and grabbed Coach Rick. So uh, that shows you what, you know what they thought about him down here. Uh, what was the reaction of the Georgia players um, to, to to him let, being let go? Uh, it was uh, a lot of heartbreaking because especially. Uh, what Coach Rick does for you after uh, football, like he makes sure every guy got a job. Like he basically the whole workforce over in Georgia, like he made sure guys got their degrees and jobs and stuff like that. So, you know, he was very big on that end. And, you know, we just lost a lot of tough games over at Georgia. What, um, I guess you were an offensive tackle, I think. Uh, yes, sir. He was saying. Huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, so um, what? Tell us about the Mark Richt offense. What's that like? Oh, the Mark Richt offense. I mean, <laughs> it's the same offense he was running down in Florida State when he was at Florida State. Uh, I mean, it's a real pro style. I mean, uh, real take what the offense defense give you and uh, basically roll with the punches. I mean, we always had a lot of plays. It was a lot of plays to learn down at Athens, but it's um it's basically the same offense uh Coach Bobo used when uh I was there. All righty, Mark. Well, um, you know, thanks for giving us a, a little bit of insight. So, y- you think Miami's getting a great thing here in, in Coach Richt? Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely uh think they're getting a great thing. Uh, matter of fact, I might just apply to uh, get a GA job down there. <laughs> I think we've just we just found our first coach. You know, we've been sitting here talking all night who Coach Rick's <laughs> going to bring on his staff to Miami. Sounds like we just found his first coach. That you're going to be you're going to be a GA and come come down and work with the offensive linemen. So uh, um, we'll look forward to that. Well, anyway, uh, you know, thanks for getting on the line with us and um, and giving us a little insight. You know, we're we're of course starved for everything we can get down here right now with with Coach Rick just being named as coach today. Uh, so so thanks for popping on the show here and uh and giving us your opinions. Yeah, yes, I want I got a couple of things to say too, Gary. All, All right, right Frank, I appreciate you. I free appreciate you, Frank. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right. Yeah, thanks for doing that, Slaughter. That was great. So hey, no problem, man. He's like a little brother to me, man. Yeah. I actually tried to talk him out of going to Georgia. <laughs> 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 I tried to try to get him to go to Mississippi State or um or Troy. But yeah, my, um, a couple of things. Um, like um, Mark was saying, man, he, the stuff he was telling me, how he does so much for the kids outside of football, like when the season's over with, you know, when the career's over with, man, I think that's a big thing because a lot of players have hard times adjusting to having to work because they never had to work in life, you know, as far as getting jobs. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is a big, big thing, a big key, a big attribute that brings, you know, parts with Coach Rick. And one thing um, he didn't really touch on, he talked to me earlier about, is the fact that he's going to bring in, he's going to have a great staff that's going to coach you real hard. You know, one of the things he was talking about, because one of the offensive coordinators, 
he was actually my offensive line coach at UAB. We a friend. He's the offensive coordinator now at Colorado State. He was on the um, he was under the guy that was just I think on uh, Florida right now. And you know those type of guys he bring in and Coach Will. You know he was a hard nosed coach to get in your face type deal and got the best out of our offensive linemen. And I think that's the that's kind of um, people that's kind of weird with what the um, kind of out you know kind of guys he's gonna bring in. We don't we don't have to worry about that. I mean, but you know, for the most part, man, I'm just excited. You know, I'm excited that we finally have a respectable coach. You know, we're not we're not gonna be you know a, you know a butt of the jokes anymore. And like a lot of other callers say, said, um, everybody pretty much scared now, man. They pretty scared to know what you know Miami's gonna do when we got a competent coach. I mean, like you said before, every time we had a, a great coaching staff, we won national titles. And like I put on the message board, I predict us to win the ACC next year because we got a lot coming back on offense and defense, especially we can keep Artie Burns, which I doubt he stays, but we still got some good core people on that defensive line that fits a 4-3 a a defense. You know, you still got Muhammad. If he's, I don't think he's going to leave. He'll be done to leave. And we still got Thomas. And we got Norton and we got Willis, you know, that's going to be off his red shirt. So uh-huh. we got a lot of good stuff to um you know to look forward to, and I think the offensive line gonna be a lot better. I do think he's gonna bring his offensive line coach from um from Georgia. Well, you never know. know. So you you never know on a, because we, Mark Rick played with Art Kehoe. He did. Yes, you think he did. he's gonna keep him? I don't know. I mean, well, that that is true. But I hope he does. The one the one position I wish he um one position coach I hope he bring from Georgia is the running back coach. Because the way he's doing that running back coach, whatever he's doing at Georgia, man, he had them boys rolling, man. Right. Yeah, I agree. He's doing something right. I hope he bring that guy in. And um, one more thing about recruiting. Do you think we might we can pluck a five-star running back this year, a big back? Or, you know, they need like to. All, all they, around they, they need to. They need a, 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 they need a, a stud running back, and they need a, star, they need a, they yes. need a few good receivers. I'm telling you that, that this team needs some more impact talent. Yeah, I hope I hope he I hope he uh, I'm praying that that happened, man. And one thing, um, before I go, man, I want to give a shout out to my boy Kane Kane. He had me rolling when he called me, man. That guy's a character, man. I, I, yeah, he he's a real good guy. But shout you out to it. you, Kane Kane, man. And I appreciate this coverage, um, Gary. And I finally can get some sleep because I was tossing and turning all yesterday and the day before trying to see the breaking news on Kane's foot. And my girl, I actually got in trouble. She thought I was texting somebody. Well, <laughs> 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 you know, well, I got to leave you with the bird call, baby. You know I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I was going to do a song for you. You know, I had a little song. But I might break it down for a quick second. We got Mark Wick, baby. ACC titles are coming. And on the Florida State O's, I'm be running. Oh, oh. I'll let you whiz again. All right, Slaughter. Keep hey, me on hold. You got it, man. Thank you, as always, for, for calling in and being part of the show. All right, guys, I'd be remiss if I didn't take a minute to talk about our great sponsor for much of the football season and our sponsor of tonight's show. Holiday parties are approaching, and you can't show up empty-handed. And um, as you know from our shows this year, we found this incredible website that we have to tell you about that has all sorts of cool things that you could have in your house and bring to your holiday parties, and that is Nuts.com. They have, in my opinion, the best-tasting nuts on the planet. 
Nuts.com is the simple and convenient way to have nutritious, delicious, healthy nuts, and so many other tasty treats from around the world delivered straight to your door. And uh, I've gotten big packages from them throughout the course of the football season. My family's having a great time snacking on all those Nuts.com products. And right now, new customers who are listening to Kane Sport Live tonight get the Nuts.com Holiday Tin for free with any purchase. That's a $20 value for that Nuts.com Holiday Tin. And for full details, go to Nuts.com, click on the microphone that you see on their front page, enter in the Kane Sport Live code name, Kane, C-A-N-E, and you'll be able to find out all you need to know about this offer to get that free Nuts.com Holiday Tin. But don't wait because this incredible deal is going to end soon. And Nuts.com has more than just nuts. They have mini yogurt pretzels that are made from all-natural yogurt. They have cinnamon toast, caramel half-pop popcorn, sugar cookie bites, which I, which I can tell you right now are just extremely awesome because that's what we've had in my house, chocolate-covered cranberries, and all kinds of other good snack foods and stuff that are healthy for you as well. So that offer is good while supplies last for that free holiday tin. So don't miss out. It's a perfect item for snacking during the holidays or take to your holiday parties. Nuts, nuts, nuts nuts.com. Big, salty, sweet. Whatever kind you like to munch on, let them take care of you and your taste buds. Again, new customers get the nuts.com holiday tin for free with your purchase. That's a $20 value. So for full details, go to nuts.com, click on the mic, enter the Kane Sport Live code name, Kane, C-A-N-E. The offer is going to expire soon, so don't wait. Go to nuts.com right now and get your holiday tin. All right, getting back to the show here. Let's go to the 757. You are now live on Kane Sport Live. How are you doing tonight? Are you with us? Going once, twice, got a call back. Let's go to the 954. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. You there? Come on, guys. Let's go. Let's get this together here. Let's go to the 904. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, good. How you doing? Doing good. Who's this? This is Stefan. I'm the happiest man in the world. Just What's so up, nice. man? You're so happy? Hey. Oh, yeah, I'm happy. We got a, a good guy in here that can coach, and uh, I think we're going to do well. Uh, I'm also a butch guy, but I'm very happy with the highs, and um, I think we're going to go a long way down the road. Um, I got a question about the recruiting. Um, I know he got good ties in Georgia or whatnot, but the only word I have about that is a lot of those guys come from those small towns. And, you know, Miami is a big city. And I don't know if those kind of kids are really adapt to, you know, the atmosphere down there. You know, what do you think about that as far as recruiting small town kids? I I don't think that that's that big of an issue. I mean, people sometimes will try to make it that, especially opposing coaches when they're recruiting, you know, kids like that, and they try to scare kids off about the big city and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I don't see it being that big of an issue. Yeah, because the reason why I say something about it, because um, I'm a rule of recruiting um, Kevin Tolliver, that guy, that guy, that quarterback, he was from Trinity Christian in Jacksonville, 
he went to LSU. And um, I talked to his dad and asked him why he didn't. He, he said Miami was really recruiting him hard, and he said he took a recruiting visit down. And he said he didn't like it down there because he felt like the atmosphere was too big for him. It was too big down there. He mm-hmm. was more of a you know small town kid. So that's well, why I, I, mean, I mentioned that. Everything's yeah. not for everybody, but I mean, you know, if you live on campus. And you're not into South Beach and downtown and coconut and all that stuff. I mean, you can you can get a little bit of a small town feel at the going to Miami. I don't you know I I don't think that that's an insurmountable hurdle by any stretch of the imagination. It might have been oh, for that yeah. one kid, yeah. but I don't think that you can make a blanket statement about it. Oh okay, and um yeah, and I hope and that other caller he, he hit it right on the head about that running back coach he guys. He he's a good running back, uh, running back coach. He can recruit some good running backs. So I do hope he bring him down, um, with him as a running back coach. I can't remember his name. His name McClendon, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Yeah, I hope he bring him with him because he a he a good running back coach. He a good he know how to evaluate running back talents. And we do need another home run running back. I, the two we have right now is pretty good, but we need. We need somebody like David Cook. We need that kind of impact player at running back. There is no so, doubt about it. Yeah, we need that. I, we haven't had one of them in a while. And um, I think we need that real bad. And I hope he come in and hit the Juco race on the offensive line to help us out and on the defensive line. I, I think we'll be fine. And we just need to know we need to go back to that 4-3 and let them kids loose. And um and I think we just schemes away for being back where we need to be. So I think it's a great high. He's a great guy and and um and I sent my kid to go play for him. I always liked him and I think Georgia was very crazy for letting him go. But that's a blessing to us and we sure need him. So that's all I gotta say and I and I appreciate you getting me on the line. No sweat, man. Thanks okay. for being part of the show. All right, we have 18 minutes of show or so left. Um, still got a lot of guys left to get on the show. Let's try to keep our comments uh, really tight from here on out. Let's go to the 256. You're live on King Sport Live. Yo, what's the deal, Gary? Oh, just chilling here. Who's this? Yo, this is Juan from Alabama, man. What's up, Juan? What you got for us? Uh, not too much, man. I just want to... Call in and uh, just say I'm I'm pretty excited about the hire. You know, uh, I know he's going to come in and make uh, some major improvements compared to what we've been seeing over these last couple of years. And, uh, I mean, everybody wanted a Miami guy. We got a Miami guy. Everybody wanted a proven winner. We got a proven winner. You know, I mean, so it's pretty much everything that we really wanted Except his name ain't Butch, but it's Mark Rick. <laughs> but you got and, a lot uh, of the same things in a different guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, man, I, I hope he comes in and gets the job done. I'm all for Mark Rick. You know, I'm not upset that he got the job. Uh, I'm just ready for him to come in and get us back to winning, man, and you know, like I've been saying the past couple of weeks, Gary, you know, get us to that level to where we can get at Bama and put them on that silver platter, you know, because, you know what I'm saying, we, we got to dominate them. We got to dominate everybody. And, yeah, 
I'm just I'm just real happy right now, man. I'm ready to go to work tomorrow since this is officially done today. And uh start talking trash already, guys. And <laughs> all I gotta say, man, is uh Hurricane for Life and you have a good night, man. Keep me on hold. You got it, man. Thanks for being part of the show. Let's go to the six six two now. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. How you doing, Gary? This is James from Mississippi. Hey, what's up, James? How you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. I gave you a call last night, and uh, I've been waiting around all day to see who was going to find out going to be the coach. I knew it was going to be Mark because of the information you gave last night. Um, I was hoping for Bush like everybody else, but I think that if you look at the resumes of all the guys that was up for the job beside Bush, I think this was the best hire. And I'm pleased yep. with this hire, I hope. And I've been on that website, and I looked at a couple of those Georgia players that he had um, committed and those offensive linemen that he got the top four, number four offensive linemen, number ten offensive linemen. Hopefully we can pull a couple of those guys and a D lineman too. That's, I think this guy, number four defensive tackle, 327 pounds of Hole clogging, so I'm just happy to <laughs> we in a um, good situation where we can um hopefully come back to national prominent and, and he this guy right here he he give us some legit credibility now. Um, the last five years been horrible. The day right here been horrible because of the fact that I had a lot of people at my job um joking me about the possible guy that we might get, but um. I'm just glad that we got this guy right here. Yes, sir. Um, I got one question, and it kind of relates to next season. Um, could you uh, do you know when are we going to play Florida State next year? Always, every year. You know that. Come on. Yeah, but I'm trying to find out what what um what day, what month. I'm trying to come down for that game for the first time. I, I pretty much been talking a lot of noise. I guaranteed us victory next year against them. So um, I'm I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty happy about where we looking now. All right, but, cool. But Gary, I get, yeah, but I, I'll be, stay tuned with you all for next Wednesday, and nice speaking with you all. You got it, man. Hey, thank you for being part of the show. Let's go to the 530. You're on Kane Sport Live. Hey Gary, this is uh, this is Josh from California, fourth time caller. Hey, what's um, up, Josh? Welcome. Wanted, back. I'll keep it. Hey, not much. I uh, just want to. I'll keep it real quick. I was a Butch guy, um, but I, I'm the more I learn about Mark Rick, I'm I'm happy with him. I didn't know anything about him uh, because he was a back. Even though I've been a Canes fan for a long time, I never heard of him because he, he was a backup. But anyway, I'm, the more I learn about him, I'm happy about him. I got one thing to say about Mario Cristobal. I'd love to see him come on the staff. If he doesn't get hired on on the Miami staff, I hope his next coaching job is in Hawaii because I don't <laughs> want him recruiting in South Florida. Yeah, you That's think he'll I be doing? Say. You think he'll be doing it with a little bit of an edge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I just thought of either Hawaii or the NFL, but yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's all well, I got he's, for you. I, uh, he's up for. He, he's trying to get. I know he's trying to get the Rutgers or Syracuse jobs right now. So we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure he wasn't happy that his alma mater didn't even give him an interview in this process. But you know, in, in fairness, I think you know there were still some hard feelings about his departure when he went to Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think there were there were some concerns about what happened at FIU and a little bit of attitude about that. And uh, they he wasn't going to get the job, so they probably decided why you know we don't need to you know do a courtesy interview from from Mario. So I I think that's why he didn't get yeah. an interview. So uh, that's what happened there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks, thanks you for got it, man. Hey, th- thanks thanks for being part of the show again. Okay. Take care. You got it. All right, let's go to the uh, the three one eight. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, what's going on, Gear? Doing good. Who's this? Hello. Yes, sir. This is uh, P. Smith from Port City, from the Shreveport. Hey, what's up, man? What's t- I, 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 I'm glad we're not coming to see you again. But other than that, welcome to the show. <laughs> I know because you don't need to be ragging on us like that. You know, at least you got some good food. Yeah. You know, hey, but I want to say it's this. It's fun uh, that little casino you guys got there, too. I okay, can't remember but, the name. you know, it was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, I, I came to the game. So what you got for us tonight? Yeah, Go but ahead. I, uh, the only thing I got for, for us is, is that, you know, I was concerned a little bit about the hire because, you know, I felt like that, you know, given his situation, that I wish he had, a, you know, done a little bit, had, would have done Better at Georgia. The fact of the matter is, is that you know he our coach now, and uh, you know we got to do the best that we can do with it. But you know I think that you know just moving forward, uh, I'm happy that you know we we don't have the coaches that we had this year. And so you know, and also let me point this out: I'm a first time caller, and uh, also you know I just think that just like you said, you know with the recruiting. And with everything else, that we should be able to get the things done that need to get done. Because you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a old school Kane fan, and uh, you know, and I'm, I'm talking about J.C. Penny at the running back, old school Kane fan. And so, you know, I just want us to get back to being uh, what we ought to be. I got a friend here, and he's a big time Florida State fan. Every time the game goes on, I had to just you know just a look because it's been bad. But, you know, I just want us to get back to doing what we need to do and uh, stop seeing all these South Florida guys go to all the rest of these places and stay home. And then when they stay home, I know without a shadow of a doubt that, you know, we're going to be right back uh, where we need to be, you know, running the roost, you know, being the bull of the woods. And, uh, you know, we just need to, you know, I- I'm going to be open-minded about it, you know, and uh, just hope that everything works out for us. But uh, I just, I just, the only thing I just say is, is that you know uh, that we uh, we excited, and so we just need to move forward. And just like you said earlier, I want to see us play Georgia. I'm uh, I'm from Louisiana, but I can't stand LSU. And so you know, I want to see us come back and beat them in that game, and take it to Alabama, and take it to another level. And that's all I got to say. And I just want to ask a question: Is there any? South Florida recruits, like uh, I think that cornerback from Central, the kind of tall guy, uh, I think his last name, I don't know what his last name is, or any of those guys, do you see any of those guys coming on board because of this hire? Uh, it's an open slate. Uh, there's no telling what's going to happen with recruiting. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, then, Gary, uh, I'm going to call you again next week. I didn't punch the number one uh, the last week I've been listening to it. So I punched the number one the last time, and uh, and I get back to ca- calling you. And hopefully we won't see you here and you won't see me here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome anytime. We'll be back next Wednesday night. Thanks for being part of the show. Uh, let's go to the 805. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. You there? Going once, twice, all right. Let's go to the um the six seven eight. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey Gary, what's going on, man? Doing good. Who's this? Hey Gary. Yes, sir. Week, man. How what you doing? Man? Doing good. Man, I'm hey, I'm just hey, I'm just feeling good, man. You know, I'm feeling real good. I think, you know you know, I'm just like everybody else probably I'm, you know, I'm a butch guy, but uh you know, from playing with Rick, I know Rick very well. Uh, I live here in Georgia, and we played together. Uh, I'm just, what do you think about the change with, uh, you know, like I said, I know you don't know about his offensive line and, you know, I mean, about his coaching staff and anything like that. But, you know, like I say, and, I, and I'm, I'm friends with, with Art as well, but do you think we need a change on that offensive line as far as coach? Um, I, you know, I, I'm not going to say that. I mean, I love Art Kehoe. I've known him for 30 years. It, you know, he's been a, a part of the fiber at the U. I mean, that's for Coach Rick to decide. If he thinks he's got somebody better than Coach Kehoe, then I think that means he's got a really good offensive line coach. And if that's the case and that decision's made, I, I hope that the University of Miami finds a role for Art Kehoe in the athletic department. Uh, you know, that's a guy that deserves to retire uh, in Coral Gables whenever that time comes. And uh, so I'm, I, I hope that you know whether what, whatever it is that that, that Art Keo is taken care of by Miami. I, I, I agree with that as well, but I was just trying to get your honest opinion. Yep, that's it. Okay. All right. All right. Appreciate it. All righty. Thanks for being part of the show. Let's go to the five six one. You are now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey Gary, this is your Maven five six one. How you doing? What's up, man? How you doing tonight? Good, good. Uh, so everyone's happy with the hire. I don't think it's a bad hire. Uh, there's some issues out with it personally, but for the most part, I think it's it's a it's a home run. Um, so to my question, what are your thoughts on the hire in general? Uh, is not getting Butch a loss? And basically, I don't know. What has it been a better hire between the two? Not from the perspective of the fans, but in terms of coaching, development, recruiting, and, and what do you have brought a better staff? You know, I, I don't think so. I, I, you know, I said it earlier in the show, Butch hasn't coached in five years. And, and so he doesn't have a built-in staff. He hasn't been recruiting. He, he hasn't been in the state of Florida since the year 2000. And, you know, I, do I think he could have done it? Yeah, he could have done it. He could have put a staff together and, 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 and built the thing and all that. But, you know, Mark Rick brings a lot to the table. So, you know, I, I think Mark Rick's a very good hire. All right, thanks. Yeah, I guess just my concern is the guy, Rick is awesome, but it's one of those things where I hope the the committee wasn't thinking, oh, he's an SEC guy, and let's just go with the, an SEC guy but he never was able to get over the hump and beat the Alabamas or LSUs. You know what I mean? He couldn't get to the national championship. He always lose that big game and was one game away despite being ranked in top 10. So I think he can get us there immediately, but once he gets us there, will he have the same issues? And I guess that's my biggest concern. But other than that, I think it's it's an awesome hire and everyone should be happy. Yeah. All right, man, you got anything else tonight? Nope, that'll be it. 
All right, man. Hey, thanks for being part of the show. Thanks. Let's go to the 540. You're now live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary. How you doing? Doing great. Who's this? Uh, Jay Collette. Hey, what's up, Jay Collette? Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, I remember uh, Mark uh, Rick being at uh, Florida State as the offensive coordinator. And, uh, man, I just remember uh, hating him be there. He would always, uh, he was really a tough guy to go against um, when we were playing him. And uh, I, I was wondering, uh, you mentioned he's going to call the plays. Is he going to, is he going to, um, be the offensive coordinator and also call the plays and change the offense to more of a pro-style type of uh, offense? Well, I mean, the offense has been kind of pro-style to begin with, but, you know, so I don't think it's going to be that dissimilar. But, uh, yeah, that's what he's always done in his career, and I wouldn't expect anything different. Okay. Um, another thing is a lot, a lot of guys haven't been talking about it. When he got to Georgia, um, they were they were horrible. I mean, they weren't all that good at all. And uh, he re- he really started to build that program up and really started to win. I can't even remember who the guy was there before he came. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a Butch guy, and I was really hoping he'd come back. But uh, um, when Mark Rick was hired, I was just kind of surprised. I was surprised they even fired him too. Well, a lot of people were, and you know, you, you're hearing a lot of that chatter right now up in Georgia. But and, and you also see how fast Miami swooped in there. Yeah, can, can you talk about his um, his relationships in South Florida? Because I know he pulled out Sonny Michelle uh, to come up to Georgia, and and we've seen players come from South Florida to go to Georgia. Do you think his name? Um, I know you had some interviews from coaches around the area on the website, do you think it, he, he carries a lot of weight down there or do you think he, he'll need uh, mostly a, a good staff to really uh, start pulling in players? Um, Has to have a good players. staff. No matter who has gotten the job, needs to have a good staff. Um, but I do think that there's going to be a, a wave of excitement here because of this hire, and that's going to allow Mark Rick and his staff to have a little bit of a honeymoon period here and, and, and build a lot of excitement in recruiting. Right. Okay, and then uh, I remember, uh, I think it was last week we had talked about, uh, or maybe it was Tuesday, you had mentioned that the question was, does he have the fire in his belly? So I guess that was a main thing that was addressed in the interview because when he when they had let him go at his press, press conference, he, it seemed like he was just wanting to take a break from coaching. Well, so. he obviously decided um, differently. So, I mean, i, I got to believe that Miami asked a lot of questions in that regard. In the, in the interview session yesterday, so right. Okay, great. Well, thanks for all your work. Thank, thank you for being part of the show. Okay, thank you. Talk to you next time. Let's go to the seven five seven. You're live on Kane Sport Live. What's up, Gary? Not those dogs, man. But uh, okay, yeah, I wanted Bush in there. But let me give a shout out to the people in California, man. What happened that day, that was a terrible thing that happened. All we got to put aside some sports things for that. Hope everybody that lives in California got family. I hope none of their family was involved with that shooting that we had out there. Um, now back to the coaching thing. Um, do you think he might get rid of, like, Swayze or something like that? Or I think Swayze, he doesn't he serve this purpose. He got to go to We have no idea. I, you know, there's, there's, there's no telling what he's thinking you know, on, in terms of staff. Yeah, true. 
Hopefully everything will be good for everybody. And uh, I ain't going to dog nobody, man. I know I have one of those on the board going off. So if you were talking about me, I could take them out. I love punishment. But you didn't got beat up enough. You got beat up with the Al Golden and Penn State, man. So, hey, man, you came through. You there were no difference than this one. The only, the, the only difference with, with uh, John Gordon Penn State is, is Mark Rick didn't blow up today. <laughs> I was starting oh, to think true. it was going to, though. I was starting that's to think true. it was and going to. And, uh, I don't this, that's why I fell asleep the last year. Shout out to Birdman, D-Black, my man Charles in Carolina. Y'all got what you want. We got what we need. Let's get the ball rolling and uh, see you on Wednesday and hope your Kings keep winning because uh, my whole got Syracuse on Saturday. Take care. I'm glad you woke up and were able to be part of the show tonight. All right, last call of the night. Let's go to 336. You're now live on Kings Court Live. With us, going once, going twice. All right, gotta gotta let you go. All right, guys, great job. It's darn good to hang up on him. Oof. Wow, that was brutal. All right, guys, thank you for being part of the show tonight. And um, exciting times at the University of Miami. Uh, my guess is that the university tomorrow should get around to making that official announcement that we talked about at the beginning of the show. Uh, we don't think there's anything to be concerned about here. We think that they're just, uh, you know, putting the final touches on the contract, getting all that human resources stuff done that they need to do and uh, should get that official announcement on Mark Rick tomorrow, expecting the Rick family to travel down to South Florida for a few days and there'll be press conferences, there'll be meet and greets and all those kinds of things. It's a new era it looks like, for the Miami Hurricanes. I want to thank Nuts.com for sponsoring tonight's show. And everybody continue to celebrate the fact that there's a new man in town. And I'll leave you one more time with that song that everybody loves so much. Good night, everybody. There's a new man in town And he's not fooling around There's a new man in town And he's not fooling around People listen up There is something that you ought to know there's a man coming your way He's trying to free your soul There's a new man in town And he's not putting down There's a new man in town And he's not putting down He's
Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.